going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a really special guest in the building. Listen, this man has been to almost every corner of the earth to play music. He's from the Grammy Award-winning sound. You know we have in the building today? We have Bobby Chin from Black Chinese in the building today. What's going on, Big Boss? Um, Big up, Muscle. Where oh, yes, is Bobby Chin? Yeah, thank I you the, so much. For work, doing I, I, I'm in the building, but we're in different countries. But you're in the building. Yes, I'm in the building. You I just came, deck. just came up the elevators. Getting, yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining us here on the Entertainment Report podcast, where we're going to go right from the beginning of your career right yeah. up until 2022. So my first question for you is this: Yeah, where did you grow up, and what type of child were you? Um. I grew up in a place called Mona Heights in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent most of my life there. That's where I started DJing and stuff. What kind of child I was? I was a very mischievous child. What kind um, of stuff did you get into as a child when you say mischievous? What kind of sleep with every girl in my neighborhood? You're a child, Bobby. A child. I didn't say as a teenager. A child. Oh. Oh, as a child, I did that too. <laughs> uh, when I was 12, mm-hmm. when I was 12, I can never forget this. My next door neighbor, the little girl next door told me she was pregnant for me. I don't know what she was talking about because it never even go in. Mm-hmm. But me as a 12-year-old, I never know what pregnancy was. I must start crying. My ball. I can't say, oh. But yeah, I mean, I grew up in a well, I say uh, upper class or middle class back in those days. You know, middle class don't exist right now. But, <laughs> you know, my parents used to run a Chinese restaurant in Jamaica called Mimi Restaurant. Okay. And, yeah, I, I grew up pretty, you know, pretty much sheltered, loving parents. Never wow, we got dance or go anywhere, not even play football, you know? So, yeah. But... That's that is about it for that growing up part. And what did you think you were gonna grow up to be? Did you wanna become a doctor, lawyer? What did you think at that point you're growing up you were gonna become? It's funny that you said that because for my grandmother who is Canadian, mm-hmm. she wanted to took me to become a doctor so bad. So that was my first option. Mm-hmm. Then when I realized you had to study for 10 years, I was like, no. Nah. And then I couldn't stand the sight of blood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I know the doctor thing wouldn't really work out. But I lost all fear for that when I had my first child. Because I, I was terrified of going into the, 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 the room when my daughter's mother was having her. And... You know, when, when, when it's something like that, I, you don't even see the blood. You're just thinking of the beauty of a child being born. And I guess it's the same way a doctor feels, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if the mother save a life, it's the beauty of a life, saving life. You don't really see the blood or anything. You'd have said, you are nasty, you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd, have passed, but, you'd have passed all of that. Right. So and then I realized I, I could actually be a doctor. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, I was thinking about it for a while. I was thinking about, yeah, I know so much woman, but I want to be a gynecologist for real. <laughs> but <laughs> I never want to get into no trouble with that. Too, so. <laughs> then, no, I thought about being a lawyer too, and I was like, you know what, most of these lawyers are crooks. Mm-hmm. And I can't deceive people in that way, you know? So, I mean, every profession have them good and bad. So, yes, I really wanted to be a doctor and the lawyer was a second option. And I'm also a graphic artist. Okay. Yeah. And I studied mass communications. So. Okay. So then growing up, you were in between doctor, you were thinking lawyer and those type of stuff. So it was more academic is what you were looking at at that time there. Right. But then, you know, a lot of, when you take CXC, if you get, uh, my CXC was like a forest, mm. a, lot, a lot of trees, <laughs> and they need ones and twos to move on. Yeah. Well, you can actually say I studied medicine, you know, because I was in high school for 20 years. Yeah. We repeat evergreen. Yeah. Bobby. My last. The good old Bobby. Yeah, my last longer than some of the principal them because them get fired at me still there at the school. <laughs> yeah. so even going into school now, when did even before that, when did you start to actually even notice music? Because you said you were sheltered, your parents didn't really let you go out and do too many things. When did you start to notice music? Um I, I came from a neighborhood where Music had a big influence, like art. I live on a place called Lillyway, Big Up Lillyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Master Lee, who started Code Red, live on the next street. Dr. J from Renaissance live on the next street. Jazzy T live down the road. My Jazzy T mother actually baked my brother wedding cake. So always one close-knit. Delano, Jazzy T... The obsession, the copper shot, big up Matthew, big up. You understand? All of we grew up together. And actually, <clears throat> my house had the only turntable. So everybody used to come around there. I tell you, said Jazzy D couldn't mix for, for save himself back in them days. I look at him now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One of the greatest ever. I don't think Jazzy T get enough credit, but him, you know, Master Lee, same thing. Master Lee used to play Renaissance, you know that, right? Yeah, man. Okay. And then you have Dr. J. And then you have, um, there was a song called Ambassadors. I don't know if you heard of that song. Yep. Yeah. And um, Legacy, Lejou. Those are mostly uptown songs. Those were all the uptown songs. So then there was music in your ear, even though you weren't going out, you would hear sounds playing. Or how would you really get attached to the music this time here? All right. So we found Malika sound on him, Studio B. Mm-hmm. And look uptown sound. We used to go to people party and play and then teeth them plate and knife and them thing that mostly house party. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um I remember cutting my first dub plate. Mm-hmm. This is the thing, you know. I was the younger one. So I never get my chance to shine because my older brother was the one mixing and other. Uh, so I always, have a, I always have a fight to get playing time. And my playing time is when everybody I walk out. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember go, bringing that little, I went to Canada and I came back with a little record. A little, like, you know, you get a kid's meal. It was a little plastic record, you know. Mm-hmm. I carried it back from Canada. And I go to, this is when now, all right. We go to the University of the West Indies. Them have, it, them have campus fit back in them days. Eh? Hold on, though. Before we even get there, because I think you jump forward too fast. I'm trying to get through your school yeah. time, and then yeah. we're going to get to those there. Ah, uh, yeah. In school now, were you actually doing anything in music? Were you ever, do you ever want to sing, DJ, do anything else besides actually play music at one time? Uh, no, just play music. Mm-hmm. And I went to, I went to George's, St. George's College. Mm. which had a big music influence in there too you know so you have soul syndicate um all of them portmore sound back in the days um this guy what name goldfinger you still got judges to chris chris goldfinger yeah man yeah it's um, in uk super twitch mm-hmm. you still got judges to and it, like i like a selector used to go there so you know the school fed them always want to play but <clears throat> the sound that i used to play mm-hmm. actually used to have everything muscle like all of the 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 new 12 inch them and everything mm-hmm. so feet you know, student be create them used to be loaded 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 you understand mm-hmm. so in school now is when you actually joined your first sound yes how do you guys even come up with that first sound? Say, okay, let's put together a sound now. Um, well, the sound was owned by a guy called Emilio de Mesa. Mm-hmm. He used to live right beside Dr. J. But them time the Dr. J really young, because I was older than him. Mm-hmm. And um him have him turntable him set up around the back. Uh, we used to just go there and practice. Practice, practice, practice. Believe it or not, in a muscle. Willie can tell you this. My mix better than Willie. Mm? Before I was an MC, I used to mix. Got you. That is my talent. And back in them days, I used to play disco. So, yeah, I wasn't an MC. <clears throat> but just, I became an MC. <clears throat> when when well, I wouldn't reach us yet, but yeah. So even as a DJ now looking at somebody, who are you looking at? Was there anybody in the area that you seen playing a song or as a DJ or mixing? You say, you know what? This is what I like. This is what I want to try and do also. Most definitely. Rory. Uh, I look at Rory as... When, you know what his nickname is, right? The genius. He was a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, Rory was like here, and everybody else was here. And I said, I want to be this man, because when he walk in a dance, people just like go crazy, like, oh, Rory Reach, Rory Reach. Mm-hmm. Then you have a next youth nowhere. Where to me, better than Rory. But him never did as big as Rory at the time. Ian, Roadstar. I knew, listen to me. When you said that, as soon as you set that up, I knew yeah. without a doubt you were going to yeah. say Ian, without a doubt. 
Yo, he and the band, because every minibus from town to Havendale play Roadstar mix. So I, I put the two of them together and add, add up, and then they have a next little song named Inner City, what we used to love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Inner City, Mark Jagan, um, Danny, them type of Mataran was a box boy on that song. Yeah, so I get a big influence from them, man. You know what I mean? And then you said, okay, this is you want to start mixing and playing like how these guys are playing right here. And what was oh. the name of the song? Studio B. Studio B. And who else was on the sound at this time here? It was me, my brother, a guy named Richard DeMessa, Emilio DeMessa, and Lorenzo DeMessa. Mm -hmm. So brothers. five of you guys on the song. Yes. Where were you guys playing at this time here now? Every uptown party you can think of. Orange Grove Carnival, um, Hope Pastures Carnival, um, University of the West Indies, every dorm, Mary Seacole, Chancellor Hall, Taylor Hall. Um, well, actually, I had our own equipment too. Okay. Yeah, so we get the full learning of everything. Cause we have to string up the sound, we have to pull it down, we have to ride in the truck back, everything. <laughs> Those times. When do you guys actually get to play with another big song with you guys? There's a little song and you guys now get to play alongside a big song. We're, we're just a little uptown song, rich people thing. And, and then we start get interested in the ghetto thing. And I remember one day uh, I went to play at a dance. Come in. It was like a wicked juggler, and I'm a player at a dance at a place called Chelsea Avenue. That I had the ghetto. And but just know, Melissa juggle around this man. Mm. And he's from the ghetto. I'm not. So I'm kind of start feel intimidated now. One big fight, run out of the place. Mm -hmm. So then we realize the thing, like if, if I'm that powerful, then you know I can do damage. And then, you know, yeah, I just start. Getting at the whole real dub plate thing and you know, start cut some dub for Studio B. And what was your name when you were on Studio B? Um, Super Bobby. Super Bobby. How did you get your name? Everybody was super back in the days. Super Bobby, Super Muscle, Super Twitch, Super Matter, and Super Dope, Super Everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody was drinking soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bobby those times. So you go on and go to so then when was the first time you guys really got a either booked up a song, a big song, another song, or where was a real pivotal moment for the song at that time there? Oh, uh, I think uh, that's a the big the big song that we really play against was at our university of the West Indies um fit. And it was Travelers. Okay. Yeah. What like, was that like now playing with uh, travelers at that time there? We never have no song for much them, but we would juggle them out. We would juggle them out. Cause them tell me it was Marvin Chin. Mm -hmm. I played a song. And he was like the king of that little era of Tavern and Papine and Kentire and Augustown, you know? Mm -hmm. It was Travelers and Silverhawk back in those days. So you got to play with travelers, you out juggle them stuff is going and good. So then yeah. what's the sound now? Studio B. How long were you on the song for? Um years. Years. Mm -hmm. What were some other pivotal moments on the song? Um we used to be really bad. We have a crew, cause we have a football team named Spurs. Mm -hmm. So everybody on Spurs would follow the sound. 
And I remember a pivotal moment with this lady. You know what Orange Grove is? It's a rich neighborhood, Cherry Gardens. Mm-hmm. In um, Jamaica. And she, she kept a New Year's Eve party and she gave us a bunch of fireworks. And just said, Bin night, I want you guys to let it off. Mm-hmm. You know, stop the sound and let it off. Our teeth, every single one of them. <laughs> 12 o'clock come, one firework. <laughs> <laughs> the lady was like, Where's the rest? Yeah. We take home all of them. And then now they're so rich. Them, the, the catering was real plates and knife and fork, metal. In the record box, we put the whole and plate them. Oh, well, you understand? We carry on the plate them and them thing there. Well, that was that was a pivotal moment. Yeah. Um, our next moment is Ninja Man. The first time I you know, we had something to reach you. We don't know what we're going to take bus squad jammings for. Mm. I will buck up on Ninja Man. I was a Ninja Man, what a dumb plate. Him give me the first dumb. Ninja Man. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the man, he never want to give it to us, you know, but because we're persistent and some little rich youth was like, yo. Ray, 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 and him just give it the dub and, and the duck read him. And my God, the first dub, all 10 times I dance where I played every round. Because <laughs> now you're getting dubs. Dubs is a big thing at that time. Right? Big, big, big. You have a dub play to Ninja Man and, and him thing. <laughs> dub big. Who else did you guys end up cutting that day down at Jammies? Um, um, this artist named um, Pompidou. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Of course. Tola T. Mm-hmm. Once them say Ninja Man give us a dub, them start, you know? Everybody say, hey, oh, I'm going to a song. I'm going to a song. Not knowing that they more ask her for money after. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, actually never see Tola T. After that, come and tell him a soul come back to the shop, but change out some money. I'm mean, never return to Jamis. Like that. What year was this song? Was this song around? Um, eighties, late eighties. Mm-hmm. Them time were young, 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 young. Late eighties, yeah. Mm-hmm. Studio B. So you're yeah. doing your stuff. So what was the next move after Studio B here now? Um, this is where my life get interesting now. Mm-hmm. I have a cousin. She was like a sell diet coke in a DC. Mm-hmm. Big. She was huge. She got deported, so she came to our house to stay. And then she noticed that I'm very much interested into music, and I was a DJ. And she was like, she named Janet. She has gang done you so far. She was like, um, my baby father was son in DC. Why you don't go play it? And she met the link and him just fly me up to DC. Mm-hmm. And that is where it started. I saw him earthquake. Yes. So was this your first time actually in the States at this time here now? Um a second time. Mm-hmm. My, first, so you- my first time was in Tulsa, Oklahoma to get my green card. Mm-hmm. With my parents, but you know, I went through a bad experience where uh, the six people just kick off my door and rob me. In ski mask, put pillow over my head, guns, everything, and you know, ramsack the place. And I told my mother I would never go back to Tulsa, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then you ended up in Washington to go play the song the second time you came back, not knowing that Washington would have been the murder capital of the world. 
<laughs> at that time. And what, what year did you end up getting to Earthquake now? It's the end of the 90s now. Now, the first night, my land in the DC, them picked me up, right? Mm-hmm. And then carry me to an apartment and then put me in a room. I said, Bobby, this is your room. It's just a mattress. You know? mm-hmm. I'm going to lie down. Five o'clock, I wake up, I see police have shine light in my face. And I say, yo, this is not him. So I say, shit, what is? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to have to just put two and two together. Though. The man I'm going to play the sound, you know, them are some big. Big timer. Mm-hmm. And the police walk past the man on the couch and come into the bedroom because apparently they know in bedroom. You see me? So I'm right there. They realize it wasn't me, so they must leave me alone. And this is your first night actually being in the place at this time here now. Yeah, that was the first night. The second night was a high speed chase. <laughs> <clears throat> apparently, me I drive with the boss for the sound. Mm-hmm. Him see somebody what owe him money, him tell the man pull over and the man just pew. And me and this man I chased the man all over Washington, DC. Remember, you know, I'm not used to them thing I'm come from uptown. Mm-hmm. And we did a high speed chase. The man come out of him car, run left it, run to a restaurant, left him passport, everything in the car. Now. And I, I don't know. Well, we just say, you know what? That after them life, but they have to play music. They get, but, they get, then they get worse. But that's what I was going to say. Didn't that make you feel strange? Like, listen, I'm not used to this. I'm from a different place where this doesn't happen. Weren't you thinking that at this time you might want to probably, even though it's a couple of days, you might want to go back home or something? Uh, I thought of it, but guess what? As a young youth, I grew up, mm-hmm. dub play it, make you happy. Mm. And them have all I dub them. So I said, even if six men are dead in front of me, I'm going play the song. When you got there, who else was playing the song at that time there? A guy named Burby G and a youth named Carpal C and a youth named Keith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this time, when you came on, you came on as a selector because you still weren't talking at this time here yet. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And guess what? So Bobby, your first dance on this Saturday. I said, all right, we're ready. Ready. Guess who? Who that? A freak. Mm-hmm. Bodyguard. Okay. A freak on the right. And at that time, a freak was the stone love of mm-hmm. America. Yes, boss. Biggest sound. Then you have Johnny from the left. Actually. Just Gemini, glamour wind, mm-hmm. bodyguard, and Africa, big dance, ram, ram, ram. I mean, you remember up to where I come from, I drop it on one thing nowhere. I people are buying champagne, I used to people are buying friggin' Pepsi and them thing that up to party. Mm-hmm. And rum and coke, you know, uh, hi, Bobby, just rum and coke. No, I'm not used to man, I buy 60 bucklers of champagne and one bag of bashment. But anyway, them um, but make the other man them really play and us observe, you know. Mm-hmm. And then me see them play good and thing, and me say, yeah. then it get more interesting. So that was a juggling, or that was a clash, or that was a hardcore juggling. What was that night like? Them bodyguard a true word. 
Boy mama mama new pon the sound so mama just mama just build and make the other man them do them thing. You understand? <clears throat> Body guy that show word Africa was in a clash sound really. Mm -mm. And then glamour win. I throw back word from Janet one. The dance was just good. Back in those days, Clash was a more friendly environment. It's who play better. Mm -hmm. That's why I say tough juggling. Because it's always, even in juggling, it's always a competition, but it's not always so upfront. But it's always a competition when it comes to music. True that. You know what I mean? You said it got more interesting, though. What happened here, now? No. Me in at the basement every day with them dub later. And this I mean every day. But just a study, 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 study. Every day. Study, study. Play. We are mix. Then I start make some tape. Mm -hmm. Cause that was my thing. I can mix. You know? Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Then I practice my mic. And them thing that then the sound become bigger and bigger and bigger because of those tapes. Because of the tapes. Yeah. Then now the other man them on the sound now. One of them, which is my brethren, Keith, up to this day, he had a mastermind behind selecting the dub them. And him teach me them. You understand? If me a play, I don't have to turn around. Him just put on the dub plate, wipe it off, legal, ready for go. And the other man, them kind of start get jealous. But the boss, I look on it now like, no, that nigga, you bad. Mm -hmm. So if them want to get jealous, them, them can go about them business. And that's what happened. So when you up leaving you and Keith on the song alone? Me and Keith alone. Me and Mix and Talk. Me. So how did you actually get into talking and who did you look up to as a MC and say, okay, this is who I'm trying to talk like at this time here now? The same people I'm going to tell you about. Mm -hmm. Rory. Um, just everybody back in those days. Mark Jagan. Ian. Mm -hmm. The mama brother named Captain Midnight. Oh, Super Saint, boss. Yes. Captain Midnight did Wicked. Mm -hmm. um, what else? You have a son named Squad 51. You remember what them? Wani. One but play against him too. Okay. In Jamaica. Jamaica. Mm -hmm. It's just a coalition of everybody. Silver Heart, them you, you get the look of bad man style and Jaro. Mm -hmm. Of course, Ricky Chooper. You see me? Um that type of match around is just like me in you know, the growing stages. Mm -hmm. Um you saw a son named Earth uh, Earth Ruler. Sprocket yeah. them. Yes. Yeah. Vertical quick and them on there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to start adopt all of them because style. You know. The thing about it now, if you give a good DJ, a good selector, ammunition, mm -hmm. and you will get to that later on. If you give them ammunition and bad man around them, walk on. Nothing but up. Okay. Come, I can stand up from a song and tell a boy, suck your mother. And you just have to go suck your mother. Because if you try anything, his guns have never run. So what made you actually decide to pick up a mic this time when you were on Earthquake? Because the man them cut left the sound and I may have to do it. Mm -hmm. Keith, Keith couldn't talk for the mic. 
he's like a, you know, more reserved. He's not the, the mic thing. But I did I practice the mic thing from Jamaica. Okay. Is it me? So, yeah, I'm just, I wasn't the best mic person, but I could have helped myself. You knew what you wanted to do. So, okay, bam. Yeah. Man, them left. It's you and Keith. You guys are on the song now. So then yeah. what was next for Earthquake at this time here now when it's you as the MC and Keith is the man selecting the song, building the song? What was the next move for you guys now? Then, no, because of my history in Jamaica with artists, let's target. What if I dub for the song? Mm-hmm. Like the Buja, you know, me and Buja are friends from day one. Okay. Um, bound to them. Remember the Ninja Man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Ninja Man said, Oh, you're going to far now. Go and play a big sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I got arrows, go cut dub, a police go with me. The way so much money I spend. Mm-hmm. So, how'd I say? The, big, the first big dance I get was against Black Cat. Do you remember the year? I don't remember the year, but I remember what happened. Talk to me. All right. You might remember this year. The first time Black Cat ever came to America, them killed Addis. You remember? This was about a 93. Right. Mm-hmm. So them killed Addis, and the next date was in D.C. with Earthquake. Got you. Okay, so then now this is Cat. They did what they did in New York. Now they came over to D.C. So this is almost like the story that nobody ever hears. Now we're going to get to hear it now. Exactly. And what happened to Black Cat was, that's <laughs> you know, I was driving all day. And I said, what are we going to do for kill Black Cat? Mm-hmm. And I drive past a karate store and I saw a ninja suit. So I just get a ninja suit. The only thing you could have seen was my eyes. Hmm. I have a big sword. I'm walking at the dance and just the entrance alone make the dance turn over. Hmm. Then I go stand up on the table beside the turntable. I'm going to play, Uno better, show me Uno. And I just realize that the whole entire crowd come down from me, turn over the sound, Start wetting up with champagne, and that was it for Black Cat. Just it, like that. Just like that. But Panther never know a region. Mm-hmm. But you know, him, him, him is a genius, so him just take it and just. But that's so, the honest to God truth. So, how many rounds did you guys end up end up playing that night there? After that, the dance done. So basically what you said is you came in, you played the one song and that was it, boss? We played the one song and the people them never wire you no more. Yeah. I can't remember. I think the dance went on. Mm-hmm. We start playing about music. But remember the whole song, turn over and everything, dog. Mm-hmm. So it, it was it was like one of the most amazing nights of my life. And I saw yeah. me orchestrate because the whole ninja suit and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that caught Panther off guard. Cause remember, Panther was hot like fire at oh, this God. time, you know. Panther killed everything will come out of Manchester. Everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then him come kill Addis because yo, the man never need no dub for kill you. It was he knew how to work a crowd. You know what I mean? Panther one of the greatest ever. Ever. Hands down. Mm-hmm. 
if you look at his ratio, mm-hmm. this, is, this is how I judge a sound. No sound can win every clash. No. But their, their ratio of winning to losing, mm-hmm. they have more wins. Just like base Odyssey. I don't, I don't, you know, Mesa is one of the greatest sound ever in a dog. Ever, brass. I mean, I don't think people give them enough credit. Forget about Dillinger mm-hmm. and the new one, them. What Mark and Squinji did, them mm-hmm. paved the way for them, you there. So you don't think they really get the Mark and Squinji, especially, really gets that credit that they deserve to say this don't. was that team there? Don't. What? Yo, dog. Sometimes it's a base and they win a dance where them shouldn't win. Tell the truth, muscle. And, and, and Dillinger has that capability too mm-hmm. of winning a dance without playing good. <laughs> Look at the dance the other day with, against Mattia. The, 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 the Sumfest dance, you saw that? Sumfest. Yeah, man, I've seen the Sumfest dance. To me, to me, the engine never play good. Mm-hmm. But if you make them man, they got tune for tune, it's going to be a problem. They know how to command the crowd. That is based on this, boy. I have to give them that credit. I have to give them. I mean, I'm, I'm really and truly great based on this. I always tell people that if it's Clash, would I want the pandemic on the team? Mm-hmm. You see me? No, they definitely know how to play the song and make everything work there. Bam. Well, All right. You guys. Very, first... very, very few selectors know how to change a dance. That is, you know what? That's true. Because a lot of times you'd see a dance going downhill. And a lot of people, they, they don't know how to get out of that hole that they're going down. Yeah. Filing saw one of them. Mm-hmm. Matarana one of them. Chupa is one of them. Mr. Chupa lose a dance. I came and I start crying and him win. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? They have this thing about them, which is just uh, yo crazy. The same punter. I seen punter do it a million times, boss. One million or more. That youth is great, mm-hmm. great. Even if they power of Jamaica, dollar bill them or something. Yeah, no punter. Yeah. Panther's wild, bro. And it's my virgin for life. That you see mm-hmm. me. So then he gave you your first hype now in DC, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So what was your next moves around the sound now? Because now you guys have this hype going on. Were you guys juggling some more, getting into more clash? Because at that time there, it was kind of a lot of dances juggled and turned into a clash. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. No. Remember the first dance I'm telling you about it, Afrique? Mm-hmm. Well, look on it, you know, I'm going to say, Afrique, every dance Afrique come to D.C. have people from the roof to the ground. So me, I know my mind, I say, if me demolish them youth here, then we're going to get some recognition. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, it was um, Crazy Richie. That the, the, the venue was called Reggae Hut. Mm-hmm. And I just turn on a heat on him and bust him up, kill him dead. So the promoter come to me now and say, yo, you can't kill a freak unless clad. Jagger B and Richie did it. Mm-hmm. You can't just kill one man. So then book back the dance and we kill all three of them the next time. Okay, because remember, as you said, a freak wasn't really a 
killing sound. They weren't really a class sound, but they had no. enough dubs at that time there too, you know. Yeah, they, had a, dubs. they had a lot of dubs and they had the crowd. Mm -hmm. So what did you have to do to actually deal with a freak this time here? Just like what you deal with a real freak. We just kill them. Mm -hmm. You see me? Because you remember now, I tell them I have the bucket behind me and the guns and the dubs. So I'm never afraid for do nothing. You understand? Mm -hmm. we, just, we just start a clash with them. You want to hear the honest to God truth? 100%. I never have the word to change my clothes. And I change my clothes in a in an African room. <laughs> what do you mean? Hotel room. Mm -hmm. They make me change my clothes and I'm still end up killing them on them dog. Yeah. But then you're becoming you know what it sounds like this earthquake was becoming? Then the Afri bad area so. Yes, and then Africa does start. Go down, go down, go down. Mm -hmm. You see me? I still give them them respect because Jagabi, I'm a friend. Crazy Richie is my daughter's godfather. Okay. You see me? Yeah. And Claude, I don't know. All of we become good friends. And all right, you see when it's a funny thing, you know. Muscle. You see respect. Met mm -hmm. man. Met man. Friend you more. When I'm under respect, I'm not friend you. Mm -hmm. You see me? But respect carry her far away. So after I done demolish Afrik now, the next dance was Metro Media. Who was, was Sky Juice on Metro Media this time here? Yeah, and then call a meeting. Mm -hmm. Sky Juice is not a clash, man. And he might hear about me now, so he might want to talk to me. So in the room, Sky Juice said, Yo, Bobby, you are going now. I'm not in the clash thing. I'm going to say, Sky Juice, I don't want to hear that enough. If you're dead, if you're dead. But I never kill him still, because I'm begging it out. Then he moved from there to David Radigan. All right, we got Jamaica. We got two million and one bounty on Buju. Because we know what play against Radigan. And I wouldn't did say. I wouldn't did say I kill him, kill him. Mm -hmm. Because I reached to the dance late. No, I was there before Radigan. And um I juggle and I play tune on the dance, I mash up. Mm -hmm. And when Radigan walk in, <clears throat> he take out a piece of paper. And he said, Bobby Chin. I heard you play this song, this song, this song, this song. So somebody tell him what me I play. Mm -hmm. And him get a big forward for that and him start playing. But the problem with Radigan, him, you know this, he's not a juggler. And you know, back in those days, as you say, it's more of a juggling clash type vibe. Mm -hmm. So what I do, I use my brain for him and start juggling for, you know? For the girl, them mixing two little clash song and it do not make it seem like my girl on him. Mm -hmm. But him end up fall and Radigan start playing the rest of the dance with him head down and not even attack. So, I get an extra, bless her again. And this was Earthquake 
and David Radigan one-on-one. One-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how about this? You guys are going in bad in D.C.? Cool. Yeah. When was the first time you actually left D.C. now to go play with a song somewhere? I think we'll go to New York. Mm-hmm. We'll play with some of them sound up there, but... Remember, you know, you might body in a DC, but you're not body in a New York. But then that's what I'm asking you, because you said you had the man them wrong, you had everything around you in DC. So I want to know what was your experience now, like when you left DC to go play a song somewhere? What was that experience like? Hey, black black cat did actually kill me back in. You know? When did this happen? Like after the Radigan thing. Mm-hmm. And next does I just said them kill earthquake. But we got the trophy because I tell you, it's a bad man sound. So, <laughs> what happens is that when Panther start win, all me know the light just cut off. Them trip the breaker, and the next morning, I go to the bar so I see the trophy on the TV. Yeah. So, you know, them used to do them kind of thing, the dog, isn't it? Yeah. But, but yeah, <clears throat> Baltimore, we used to go to Baltimore a lot, go play against Radil, would have come Miami. Come play with Genesis. Um, back in those days, believe it or not, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're big in a California, you don't really get forgot anywhere else. I think about this. How many big sounds you have in New York? Enough of them. How much time you ever see them play in Florida? They'd go down there and go play. Not that much. Mm-hmm. You understand? I, I, I live in Florida. I've never seen Earth Ruler play in Florida. Okay. I've never seen LP play in Florida that much back in them days. You understand? But, it had to be like a Addis. You know, that song is traveling right across the US. Yeah, Mikhail Addis too. Hold on. We're going to, I'm going to yeah. leave this Addis in my mind. But first, again, I want to know about your experience on the road because, again, you don't have the man them beside you like that. So I want to know what. It was like on the road. We just behave myself. Mm-hmm. I can't go, look how I go to Canada. I can't go to go send me a bad man and I'll have this and that around me. No, I just behave myself. So did you clash outside of, did you clash on the road or was more clashes were in D.C.? To be honest with you, no. I not really clash out of D.C. back in them days. Mm-hmm. And, and I was a juggler, you see me? So if, if earthquake go up on the road, it's usually a juggling party. Is that a clash? Okay. So you guys knew where your strength was. You knew your strength was in DC. That's where the man is. That's where everything is. So on the road, we're just going to juggle on the road. But when you come to our house, anything or anything. That is right. That is Talk right. to me about Addis now. Well, I look at clash with Addis and them, them bring them own sound. We had our own sound too. Mm-hmm. Them, them bring Jigsy King live. Foot clash against me. And mm-hmm. it was Mataran and Babyface. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just remember somebody throwing a buckle at them and we just kind of ease off the tension. But there, at that time, was the tension with Mataran and Babyface. Mm-hmm. So the chemistry wasn't that good with them. Mm-hmm. Because them, them, them is the next door to that. <laughs> them did bad. 
when they come into town, boy, yes. you got you to gotta be good to stand up to face a maternal one time. A lot of people don't give baby face the credit and them give maternal the credit. Mm -hmm. But his baby face build it up them. Face was the genius behind that, boss. Yes. I'm going forgive, to forgive him credit because never, they, they never disrespect me yet. Mm -hmm. up, to, up to the other day, I see me at the airport to do anyone that a good, good youth. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> the thing with baby faces, is what I'll get old and generation change, I forget to look at them a chance mm -hmm. for, for boss. I may hear him say a thing the other day where as a film dub plate them a kill sound. That might be true, but they look at them a play a dub. You see me? I'm actually like them look at you the pan Ali's right now, Kingpin. Kingpin, yeah man, Kingpin is one and good. Cause it's not every you know how much selector them got you. Mm -hmm. Them look at you to build them own style round Ali's. Give them on them credit. No, mm -hmm. oh, for I, sure. And, it, and the selector them before Kingpin was big selectors. Mm -hmm. Them just couldn't hang the Ali's artillery. Kingpin really definitely got into it. Yeah, but I wouldn't say I kill Addis like that. It was just home court advantage. That but is that seemed that seems what a, a lot of it is. You guys knew on the road, uh, you weren't sure what's going to happen, but you know at home, yeah. you know you could defend it. So then that's what you guys were dealing with. Who would you say you said Black Cat got you one night? Who would who else would you say really got you guys good and really put earthquake in their place in their yard? Black cat. Mm -hmm. That's about it. It can't be no local sound because I won. Mm -hmm. The three biggest sounds in, in DC was Safari, Emperor, mm -hmm. and Earthquake. We all played for a trophy, King of DC, and I won that. Okay. What was that night like there? How crazy. did you guys even come up with a uh, King of DC? Why these three sounds had to clash? What was going on in DC at that time? There, everybody just did bad. Emperor, <clears throat> big up Freddie Jed, have mm -hmm. him dubbed them he, he, more foundation sound than Earthquake. Dead a long time, Safari and Wooly Money. Mm -hmm. But Earthquake was the least amount of tune, as I tell you. Back in them days, they would just use a little strategy, they would juggle. And at the time, people were here a little bit of juggling, not just boring, play a song, talk, play a song, talk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And your name was still Super Bobby when you were on Earthquake? Yeah. And um, um, that was for a trophy to, you know. Mm -hmm. So King of DC, yeah. So nobody can say me never win that. Mm -hmm. Like, interview any one of them, ask them. Interview Freddie Jones. They'll tell you. And how long were you on um, Earthquake for? Until Polly showed up in the house. What happened there now, Bobby? The one named Sluggy Rankin, man. Mm-hmm. Back in the days, every artist come out of our house, come chilling. Trevor Sparks, Sluggy, Louis Rankin, everybody. Mm -hmm. And I used to live in the, the hood in D.C., Kennedy Street and Georgia Avenue. You can ask anybody about that. <laughs> and a dance was like at the corner of Kennedy Street. Mm. Sluggy shoot up the dance and run into the house. Now, police start knocking the door and me, I said, boy, oh. 
what we're going to do now, because the house full of machine gun and drugs. But we never opened the door. Mm-hmm. So they never actually know which house him running at exactly. So we just never opened the door. And the next day, we just pack up my thing and say, yo, dogs, I go too far and I leave. But I still play the sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You left them. Where do where do you end up? Um, we're moving with a girl. Mm-hmm. Cause she was there with me at the house. She see she's the runnings and she said, "Um, yo, you can come stay by me. You understand?" So I just stay, start stay by her, and she ended up to be, she ended up being my second baby mother. Okay. Yeah. And this was still this was still in um DC. Yes. So how did you get from DC to Florida? Uh, my first baby mother now. <laughs> she moved to Florida. And then she called me one day and said, My daughter have leukemia. So I just drop everything on me and do. And say, All right, mama just go. Go live in Miami with my daughter. And then that's why I moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, was it? That's where I hook up with poison that. Okay, so then when you moved to Florida, I guess it was too far to actually still be playing the song from DC at that time there. No, it wasn't too far. Well, I was still playing Earthquake in Miami. You were? Yeah, but what happened with Earthquake is that, you know, the Boston getting out trouble and you know how that go with every sound back in those days. Mm-hmm. Them getting out trouble and things start to dissolve. Where man stop cut dog now, cause them have a pay a lawyer, man I get deported and all different kind of things. And them leave me with the sound. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't working or nothing. No job. The sound was not make money for me in Florida. So we just we just have to move on. Mm-hmm. Then we got to poison that. How did you link with poisoner now? You know, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I think I just love that sound. I hear them I play and I link up with Kirkis here and the man just rate me. Mm-hmm. Then again, enough sound man use me to because near every artist good. So, Pies and Dots, oh, Bobby putting by the sound and you know, and me start cutting the dub them for Pies and Dots. No. So, Red Man was still around the song at that time there. Yeah, Red Man was like the key to Earthquake. Mm. Cause Red Man just take me in like a brother. You see me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just hold a back page because Kirkis, he was the man. But I never care because Kirk sent me up enough date. Mm-hmm. You see me? You know that because I said we go to Toronto. We're, we're about to get to Toronto. Don't worry. We're yeah. in there. What year did you get to a Poisoner there now? I don't remember. I might get old. Mm-hmm. Would you get... say mid 90s, later 90s? Late, late, late 90s. Late 90s. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you got to Poisoner, so it was just Kirkusy and Redman. Was there anybody else who was on Poisoner at that time there? Kirkusy, Redman, and the owner, the name Father Skett. Mm-hmm. Them are the main people. Yeah. And some, some other little youth still, you know. Kirkus, uh, Poisoner was a big sound, dog. The, mm-hmm. the biggest sound in Florida. Mm-hmm. Them, are, them have them own sound. 
them, them have their own club, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. No problem. Anytime them send me go to Jamaica, I cut the bag of money. See me? Gonna go link with them. What were some of the early nights like on Poison Earth now? Do you remember? Ah, every night in a Tampa good. Because I said them have them own club, tropics, and you know. Oh, oh Kirk, you see them do it, them work, and them say, all right, dupes. I will meet dupes and Bobby play. Because I brought dupes and Earthquake, um, Poison Dart. Okay, so then let's. How did you meet dupes in the first place uh, to even bring him to Poison Earth? Dupes used to play a song in Rhythm Style. Mm hmm. And. He actually linked with Kirk C before me. But he never played Poison Dart. He just used to change them rhythm mm-hmm. and the remixes for them. And, and, um, but just say, but just, but just notice Dub's talent. And up to this day, I don't meet nobody as talented as that, that half Chinese guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, but notice Snoop's talent, and I said, I said to Kurt, if you bring the soup and poison that, you can give him a different look. And that's exactly what Kurt did. Mm-hmm. Is it me? Oh. This time here. So when did you change your name to Bobby Chin? Um, it, it was on poison that. Mm-hmm. We just changed it because every Chinese man them called Chin. And a shot in for Robert is Bobby. So we just change it. Yeah. So it just it just worked. Yeah, it worked. Now now it's new dopes, courtesy, everybody on the song now. Yeah. Were you guys you and dopes a team right away, or he was just on the song and you guys would play wherever or who would link with whoever? No, it's first started out with um Dopes a mix and courtesy attack. Mm-hmm. And that did deadly. That did the little dupes don't miss when it comes to mixing, dog. Mm-hmm. You see me? But then Kirk had so many dates, he had to give up that option and send dupes with me. Mm. So that's where me and dupes start build our own little name. Mm-hmm. You see me? Yeah, so we start building our own name and people started to request us from Poison Dart. Do you remember? Some of the early places you guys went to now yeah. as the team? Everywhere. Everywhere I can think of. Mm-hmm. Not the the Africas and the Europe and them places and things. Like Inside that. of the States, basically. Right, exactly. And Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you guys went to Jamaica as poisoner, you and dopes. We'll go only for places, man. St. Lucia all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. As I said, back in those days, Poison Dart was the premier sound of Florida. Mm-hmm. You know? And and we all live as a family. Cause remember, we live at Miami and Kirk live at Tampa. That's a three-hour drive. So every Friday, me and Dupes pack up in a car for drive, go to Tampa, go play. Mm-hmm. And Kirk have date from now till when, even up to this day, Kirk play seven days a week. You see me? Mm-hmm. No, no, no man can't tell me nothing bad about courtesy. Bad, bad dude. Yeah, man, for sure. Wicked selector. And when it comes to business, even a wickeder businessman too. Of course. Remember, I did have the record shop to everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Did you guys get into any clashes when you're on Poisoner, you and you and Dopes? Well, I wouldn't say Dopes. I was in one clash with David Radigan and Poisoner. Okay, so tell me about this now, because so then you bucked him already on Earthquake in DC. Yeah. Now, where was this dancer now? But they go on next clash, you know, with a sound in a, um, uh, sound in a Texas name, Super Goal. Of course, gold, um, gold eating them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the Radigan clashes in Orlando. Anyway. So then now this is you and Kirky playing, or who was playing Poisoner them, that night? There? Them time that Kirk is here, and, and I think Dope's a mix and them thing. Mm. Or Red, Red, Red Man. Mm. Or somebody, I don't remember what was. But them time, them, Kirk is here, just give me a one talk after the mic. Um, I didn't say something I shouldn't say still, but you know. <laughs> what, do I, <laughs> what did you say, Bobby, bro? Radigan, like, like, I said, yo, something about him wife there in the hotel, I'm just joke her or something, I yell if your wife out, tell her, come and dance. And I'm never too, I'm never too pleased with that. <laughs> Not at all, boss. Yeah, but I, I remember, you know, the golden rule with the sound, you know, mm-hmm. as long as you I think as long as you ha- you're behind a microphone and a sound, you're allowed to show- say what you want to say because it's not personal. It's not, but you know certain people, and and you know Radigan is one of those people that <sighs> certain like, things will get under his skin right away. Yeah, I'm not like when you call him white man or them type of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, you're young and you're hot-headed and you say things where you shouldn't say, but me and him become great friends after that. Mm-hmm. And what happened in the dance after you made the speech? Fuck, I think he ended up a kill by that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Them time, them hot like fire. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? But he remembered me from DC. Okay. Oh. So, yeah. But when me are running on, I have him home number. I can call him at any time. Mm-hmm. Sometime during Christmas, I will text him and, you know. Just hear the man thing. The man have nothing. That man has nothing to teach you or tell you about good things. For sure. Mm. Good there. Another, this is this is a dance that I know about personally because I was there, but I want you to explain this dance to the people. Yeah. This is the 99 dance when you guys came to Canada. This is now you and Dopes coming to Canada. All yeah. right. This was Poison Dirt, Desert Storm, I think Magnum Force, Diplomat King Turbo and a couple more songs. And what do you remember about that dance here, Bobby? You know, Diplomat is actually my um my cousin boyfriend sound, Mikey. Remember Mikey? Of course, Mikey mentioned boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's my cousin baby father. Okay. Angie. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the link how Poisoner got to come to Canada for that dancer. I don't remember. I really don't remember. But I know that was a dance. I'll never forget me and Dup's. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like gunshot sad fire like rice before we even get there. Hold on, we need to build up before we even get there. Yeah. Was that was that your first time in Canada at that time there? Yes. Mm-hmm. First dance. What was it like saying, okay, yeah, you're coming to Canada, come play song? What did you think it was gonna be like when you're coming up here? I never really worried because I, I had poison that behind me, the dubs. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? So I'm never, I'm never really worried. When it loaded, mm-hmm. so yeah, when I'm never really worried. You know, when you have, when you go to war and you have guns of Navarone, you know, where about none. Mm-hmm. And you go to one of the baddest selector dupes. You understand? When them time the dupes coward too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, every time you come a Canada back in those days, it's warring up. I don't know why. One night time, one night time, I fight broke out in a one dance with me and King Turbo, too, I think. And I couldn't find Willie. Mm-hmm. And me and Willie go, Willie just run like thief. Hold on, Bobby. Slow down, my man. We, right, still, yeah. we still didn't get through this this dance here in 99. Yeah. Okay, Bob. Did you guys know any of the Salman them when you guys first came up, or you guys were just brand new at that time there? Brand new. I don't know none of them. Mm-hmm. I never know who big from Usman. Mm-hmm. But I got the sense by being in the dance that King Turbo was a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. When you guys got to the dance, though, what do you remember about that dance? It kind of didn't remind me like a New York style dance. Mm-hmm. You know, where people are rolling and, you know, a lot of crew, crew, different, different crews, you know what I mean? Um, That's for sure. Yeah. And um, I heard a lot of mumbling behind me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we are trying to play, but you hear man argue. This one I argue, this one I argue, King Turbo, a true word mm-hmm. behind our back. Not to we specifically, but you understand? Mm-hmm. You, you feel a little tension behind you. <laughs> and I said, Doops, oh, I go on, yes, dog. Because we, we that roll with Concord. And we just know something was going to happen. You get that feeling because mm-hmm. they're not a word, you know, but they're not a word on Concord himself. They're not a true word on him, selected him. Mm-hmm. But you know, and, and this is Desert Storm we're talking about here. Desert Storm. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't, it was we playing? It was Desert Storm play. They're not play. And something happened where I think Concord actually walk over and box one of the other youth. And he never just box them. Mm-hmm. Because I think if he box them and know it, it would have all right. But him is the one who fire up all of the damn shot them too. So not only him box them and them, him shoot them up too. Not like shoot up the party, him, like understand that dog. And then he is the one say my drop us home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a dubs. That's a dubs. You said dubs, you have Uber for your thing, dog. Remember those times? There was no Uber those times. You might could find a taxi bus. Yeah, but where's that thing about Uber them times? <laughs> anyway, out of that place. Because why mostly? Yo, you were there. Of course. Glass was just a shutter. Because of the gunshot, them people up on the ground are. Dupes can't tell you this. Me and Dupes up on the ground. And 
every time we look up, is somebody walk over with a gun in their hand. So I, I said to my dudes, how the freak so much gun getting on this dance? Then, I don't know where dupes find my passport. I'm on the ground with dupes and dupes. I said, Bobby, see your passport here? Like a drop out of the bag or something. I said, right, hmm. And then, you know, we just, we finally, when it came to a calm, we just, I don't remember who carried us outside and put us in like, just, just take us home. And then the next morning, I think it was the same diplomat in a mic, you know. Mm-hmm. Next morning, them couldn't even get out of the sound, you know that. Because yellow, sure. yellow tape was right around the whole venue. Mm-hmm. Forensic, everything. But nobody died. No, nobody died. But that was like, a, I remember we listened to that audio like a million times. And that was like 50 odd shot that busted that dance at night there, you know, box. Yo, that was crazy, dog. I mean, all the bucket if I had in DC. And all the gunmen, they never hear so much shot. I'm going to say, Canada, my God. You would, and you, that's the last thing you're expecting, especially coming from where you're coming from. You're coming from DC, exactly. Miami, and these places. You're not expecting to come to Canada, and this is going to happen? That's that's not even in your thought of things going to nope. happen. Because yeah. all, all of my family in Canada is actually decent people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're in Jamaica, you have family in Canada, it's like the bougie type, like... You know, oh, mm-hmm. Canada is so clean. The McDonald's, they don't put so much salt on the fries. And, you know, yeah. uh, you don't have that much liquor stores. When we live in a D.C. liquor store, I live in my bedroom. No, nah, man, that's not. Ours is government regulated. Over yeah. there, it's just anybody opens a thing. And but, but, but to, to be honest with you, Canada mm-hmm. had, back in those days, rank. Apart from the the crime and the shootings, mm-hmm. it had a cleaner standard of living mm-hmm. than the United States of America. Believe it or not, for sure. You know, back in those days, every little youth I grew up wanted to see Owen Roberts mm-hmm. and go to his church. Not true. <laughs> yeah. Canada was the place, you know. Actually went to Canada before I actually got to US. Like I tell you most of my family is from Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you never you never stayed out here or anything like that. Like I would spend summers there. Got you. Yeah. Because even that same dance here, that was the first time that I even knew that there was any not even a black Chinese, but this was the first time I knew that Dopes was making remixes. Cause he had given Magnum Force that bounty remix on the um Hate Me Now. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. That was the first time we heard of anybody doing I said, yo, this shit is wicked. But you guys didn't play it. He played it first, but you guys played some remixes after. But that was the first time we started to hear about what you guys were doing. And I don't think it was called Black China. This time it was just remixes you guys were doing. No, it wasn't called Black China. Mm-hmm. The, the the first name me and Oops get was Ping and Pong. Yes. <laughs> I never liked it at all. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, just ping and pong, ping and pong, ping and pong, ping and pong. And then, you know, mm-hmm. eventually change the black chain because I'm bounty killer. So then that's so then Dopes was making the mixes while you guys were on Poison Dirt. You're still emceeing and doing your stuff though. So then when did you guys totally 
break away and start doing your own thing now? After Dope's release, Black China won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then um then the name Black China started to get bigger. Mm-hmm. And Dope's Dope's never leave me out in that muscle. He never leave me out of nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he may, may incorporate me with the sound and everything and um actually the black in the Chinese was a guy called Richard Flores. Mm-hmm. Who is actually the manager for Shani Mio right now and Busy Signal and, and okay. Stylogy. Stylogy. Yeah. yeah. But and he then, was originally the he was the black. Right. Mm-hmm. He couldn't play music or nothing, but he just was the black in the chain. So then you guys started stuff there because when I spoke to Dopes, he said that you guys were making the mixes, doing your stuff, but it wasn't until, as you were telling me, you guys, <coughs> yeah, go on. It wasn't until you guys got to Jamaica and started to cut the actual dubs and bounty pointed out to you guys, say, hey, listen, Bobby Chin and Super Dopes are the selectors, and Black Chinese is the sound, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, bounty said that for true. Mm-hmm. So we'll just take it up. So what was your transition like moving from Poisoner to Black Chinese? Oh, it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how to describe it, Muscle. Mm-hmm. We moved from two little youth wearing the same clothes, shopping at Marshalls, being best of friends, so being on a plane every single week. We're never used to that. Are some places where I go, we don't know. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's just people say, call me, call me, call me. And it was too fast, to be honest okay. with you. Okay, we're going to go through that journey there. Do you remember the first time you guys got a call to actually play Black Chinese, not Poisoner, no, the peep, somebody wants you guys to play what they're hearing on this CD. Yeah, Miami. It was Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we saw a party named Stages, mm-hmm. which Stages actually started Dream Weekend, um, ATA. Okay. The whole Negro Weekend. I shouldn't say Dream, but the whole, the whole ATA Weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Locally, we'll, we'll build up a name, big, big, big locally. And then, you know, Miami is a party haven. Mm-hmm. So promoters from different islands would come to Miami just a carnival and, and, you know, come to stages, bubbles and naked and those parties. So from there now, a promoter will come to Miami and say, Black China play with 3,000 people. They want to know who this Black China Mm-hmm. So we start getting the islands first. You know where, the, where was the first island that you guys went to? Saint Lucia, to me, yeah, Saint Lucia. How was that? <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. And then we start with Grenada, Saint Kitts, um, Virgin Islands. We became the king of the Virgin Islands. Of Virgin Islands, okay. St. Croix and St. Thomas. I was just there that other day. Mm-hmm. Tartola, British Virgin Island. Um, 
Them time they wanna start the Costa Rica and Panama thing yet. Mm-hmm. And um we can't call all of them like island, Antigua, Bermuda. Oh mm-hmm. just you you two black Chinese first dancing at Bermuda, you saw matter about. That's what probably soldier one them magic them. I saw him Playboy. Playboy, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Playboy, they were the one basically doing what you guys were doing, but they were doing in Bermuda with the remixes and all this right. stuff. Right, right. Mm. So I want to do Clash, Clash. Yes. It was Ram, 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 Ram. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the dance done, I was standing up outside and uh, somebody run a light and hit somebody off a scooter. Like really bad. And I remember Dupes walking over to the person and to look. And I said, Dupes, how you do that? I can't see that. Mm-hmm. The person mash up. Mm-hmm. I said, Dupes walk over and look, look on the person. I said, Boy, Dupes should I really be the doctor for you. We couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bermuda was our place for a long while. Mm-hmm. You know? What was it like now the first time you guys going to go play in Jamaica? Remember everything I tell you, muscle. We can put my hand on our Bible and swear to it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we hook up with DJ Khaled. And at this point, Dupes is huge mm-hmm. with, with the remixes. And Dupes went to Jamaica with Khaled for fully loaded. And he wasn't playing, but he do all of the remixes and, you know, Khaled have him on the stage. You know that I was one of the persons in the crowd? You were in the crowd? And in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, Khaled never knew me that good. Mm-hmm. Just no dopes. So me, just proud of my brother. I said, I'm going go. Mm-hmm. I'm in the crowd oh, and I tell you a piece of rain come down. Like, I get soaked from my head to my toe. Come on, I know where go. Everybody else around the phone, and Kelly demolished that, that beach. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen a sound demolish a crowd. It was Whitecliffe, Mataran, and Kelly. A clash. But Kelly take that hands down. That's why boss, that's the first fully loaded Kelly boss. Mm-hmm. I must let as years I got up in heaven. I'm standing in the crowd and I'm looking at Dukes on the stage and Khaled. And the year after, it was me and Dukes on the stage. That's crazy, last. <laughs> yeah. It was me and Dukes on the stage taking fully loaded. Okay, let's take that because this is a pivotal time in the whole Black Chinese saga right here. Yes. Was this the year 2002? Yes. Okay. So this was the one where you guys had cut some share on Burke dubs. Yes. Uh, about was, paying people. Right. And that was the, the year where Ashanti and Jarul was on that show. Yes. Okay. So then what was what was it like now going from being in the crowd, seeing dopes and Calida matching the place to now you're on stage? What was that like now? That was very scary to me. Mm-hmm. Because fully loaded is a very hostile dance. Mm-hmm. And 
you're looking at at least 30 sounds playing before you. And you're looking at each sound that make a mistake get battle. Mm-hmm. You understand? I remember a sound from New Jersey come there and then play, my neck, my back, lick my, yo, I'm out of buckle when I start fling. Yeah. So I'm not set to do, don't make them the mistake there in the dog. Just go through the box carefully and make sure there's no loose song in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Wait, um, we were like the enemy now to other sounds because we're dangerous. So every sound plot against me. Mm-hmm. For us not to get dubs. But the genius that dupes and me was back in those days. We used the artist that never, but nobody wanted to use. Mm-hmm. The Danny English eggnog. Sharon Burke will bring my money. Black Chinese Gwen Danny. We write them thing there. Boom, bam, bam. Sharon Burke bring my money. Um, um, fully loaded on the roughest. Sharon Burke, as I said, remember that? Of course. Chinese, yo, we we'll just use what, 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 we we'll just use all we could I get. So how come the artists weren't giving you guys dubs at that time there? Because we are play against Mataran mm-hmm. and Fire Links, them and the whole of them, so they, what them, them not, them, them want them shine. But weren't you guys getting all the dubs before all of this coming up to this point here? Wasn't Black Chinese cutting all these dubs here? Yeah, but whenever I get the fully loaded customs. Mm. But you're, you're a bounty killer, do you know? Because mm-hmm. a bounty killer is loyal to me, you know? Mm-hmm. They never give away the dub them till fully loaded actually are gone. Mm-hmm. You understand? While fully loaded is in progress is when Bounty Killer come to the hotel and give us dubs. Mm-hmm. So how you work with something like that? Cause you know your dub you want to get that early and prepare and load it up and you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but him still not gonna leave you. Busy signal do the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Elephant man do the same thing. Um all of the heads. All, all of the head them do the same thing. All of the man what did hot. Yeah. But God work in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. And why did you guys decide to cut those songs about Sharon Burke and money at this first fully loaded year now? You know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. It was never about me, you know. Mm-hmm. I am the one who get the blame for everything. But if you notice, there are three people on the stage, right? Mm-hmm. So you think I could have cut a dub and this Sharonberg and Dubs no know, Willie don't know? Or who else did I never know? I don't think Willie was wrong at this. No, Willie wasn't wrong at this. It was it just was, you and Tinger. It was just you and Dubs. It was, Willie was wrong for the second one. The second mm-hmm. is. We're, hold on. We're going to get to that second one. Don't worry. But I want to yeah. get through this first one here first. Why you guys would even think... That was because, remember, this is Sharon Burke's dance, you know. You understand? So I don't know why you guys would decide to let's go against the promoter in her own dance. 
all right the first the first one wasn't very really any disrespectful it was more of a um Schoenberg bring my money black china granddaddy um it, it wasn't it was more of like a gimmick mm -hmm. the second one because take look at it this way after the first one Mm -hmm. If we did this, her, she wouldn't book it for the second one. Okay, but then that's what I'm getting to say. But the first one, remember, this is where Mataran is Mr. Fully Loaded. Did Mataran get to play that Fully Loaded? Nah, police lock it off. Okay. So then how come they really said basically you guys took Fully Loaded even though Mataran didn't play that year? So mostly if, me and you, if I am playing in a dance with you, mm -hmm. I play good and police lock it off. Then we'll take it. Mm -hmm. That that must me. So then it's just being judged on not the fullness of everybody plays okay, this man here. You, it's just basically being judged up until the police locked it off. Whatever happened pre that well, well you can't judge it after the, you can't judge it after the police locked it. Not off. even not even after, you know, but it's just like sometimes you say, Okay, we're gonna wash this year and we'll come back next year and do what we're doing since you got locked off. But they decided now, nah, man, Black Chinese did so good this year that we're giving you the dance this year here. Right, but our next thing too is could Mataran have caught those forwards up? No. We're talking about Mr. Fully Loaded here, you know. I couldn't catch up them forward. I don't care who him is. Mm -hmm. I couldn't catch up those forwards mm -hmm. if I was Mataran. Yeah. It, it was just the whole beach just turnover. He probably could have catch back some forward, yes. Because he always said to me, well, on the lucky, on the lucky. But at the end of the day, mm -hmm. we'll catch him back at Miami, right? You forget? Listen, okay. This is this is the clash of the loaded. You understand exactly, exactly. What happened in that dance here now? In Miami, him mm -hmm. come it was for Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, him come for clash because him still vexed about the fully loaded. I will beat him again. Mm -hmm. We'll beat him. That was the one where you guys were taking some of the Mataran samples and putting it in the dub and mashing right. up them with right. it. Right, right, exactly. We'll beat him again. Mm -hmm. And then we have Nasheen Fire Select Fiend. Who oh, was Fire selecting them time there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, the second dance now was a big setup in a Mandeville. Mm -hmm. well, to me personally, I think we played better in the Mandeville one because we had a lot of dub with him. But mm -hmm. in them days, they didn't kill Matter in a Mandeville. Never. Mm -hmm. well, we, we just realized that too late. Mm -hmm. I mean, we get we forward them. The sound never play good, but him come in and turn over the place terribly. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, the sound play good for him. But you know, Mataran is Mataran. Great, 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 great. For sure. So it was only two times you guys really got to clash like that, which was the Fort Lauderdale and Mandeville. Yeah. Him just have a him have a respect for me, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And, and same way, we respect him, same way, because enough people don't know this, but I me first carry match around go America. Explain this to me, Bobby. When I play inner city, mm -hmm. earthquake brought them. I match around and my cousin is best friends, you know, you know that. I your name Nikki. Mm -hmm. What did they put earthquake to us? You know, those power with the sound. 
Mm-hmm. And I think Dragon them never have them visa at the time, so them send Mataran. And from then we realize that you tell bad. Cause the way the man mix and who in talk. I said, no, that recruiter is a full package. Mm-hmm. Mataran was always two steps of everybody. Ahead of everybody. The man actually did a remix with a Madonna thing right now the dance. And I said, dog, mm. this youth are bad. Remember the Matarana mix before him, ta- him start talking? You know, you know that? He was a mixer. Yeah, man, for sure. Okay, yes. Yeah. But I feel the same can't mix him bad. It was just what by the time he got to Addy's face was mixing already. So then right. finger. Exactly. But then remember, there was times where face went to jail or face wasn't really wrong or that to split up. My right, right, was right, mixing right. and talking. Yeah, man. Terrible from, Yeah, man. From time. You guys doing your things. This is okay. I'm not sure about these timelines here. You're gonna clear it up here now. You guys are doing your stuff here. Enough stuff are happening. But I know one time you guys became so big. That you guys were actually getting like death threats from Jamaica. People were emailing you guys death threats and these stuff. What had happened there? We get that all the time. Mm-hmm. And Dupes actually wanted to come out of the the music world because of that. And I was saying, Dupes, you know what? We used to them to hear like. No, because somebody are threatening you, mean them can actually do you something. Mm-hmm. So most of it is just talk, but some of it was actually true. Why? Why were you getting the threats? Though, what was the what was the issue? What were they saying? Why? What were they upset with? One threat was coming from a group of you from New York mm-hmm. over a remix that Dubs did. But me end up, I end, I ended solving that because I know the the people them. Mm-hmm. Um, our next set was from Fully Loaded. I don't, I don't know, I don't want to say where it's coming from, but mm-hmm. police tell me. Mm-hmm. You understand? But you don't know back in them days. Uh, you either crumble or you stand strong. Mm-hmm. You see me? And I think Black China was just too good of a sound, too popular of a sound. Why some negative bad mind things start happening? Because mm-hmm. you guys took off so fast. Yes. It's like you're not supposed to bust so big and so quick mm-hmm. and we there how long I wait, isn't it? Because you guys basically came up with the blueprint for what a major laser is doing right now, where you guys became so big, where you became not even a song, you guys became a show. Yeah. You understand that was where, again, Major Laser understood the blueprint of what it is that they do, where they go to these festivals and have festivals built around them because they're now a show. They're now an act. That is true. Big up Diplo. Mm-hmm. We and them always have that good reasoning. Mm-hmm. And my, you have to admire, you know, most of them, I tell you something, one may notice. You can't be bad minded you know. Mm-hmm. But when somebody is great, you have to acknowledge greatness. You understand. Major Laser is great. You understand? Mm-hmm. 
we're on the same Jamaica time here. Now. <coughs> now I know you guys got back. Was it 2007 you guys got back to fully loaded? No? Yeah. Okay. So it was a five years in between when you guys first played to when you guys got back. Yeah. Okay. This is the real this is the real issue here now. Now, the first one, you guys were just poking fun of Sharon Burke and the money. But now it seemed like you guys really turned it up a, to a whole different level now. What had happened in that one there? Same thing. Mm-hmm. They had a hotel. I caught them. I don't have nothing. I mean, I'm going to state this. I have nothing personal against Sharon Burke. Mm-hmm. I'm an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that we did was did well, we did it out of good intentions thinking that alright this was my goal you know muscle. if we say we are going against Sharon Burke mm-hmm. then I just thought that Sharon Burke would go up against us because mm-hmm. she have bounty killer she have worry for DJs so I cut back some double and kill me. And then make fully loaded bigger, wrong or right? I, I could see, but you have to remember, if that's a plan, that's still a one-sided plan where you guys know the plan. She probably, unless you guys express this to her, she doesn't know what the plan is. Uh, no, she never know. <laughs> <laughs> but would I just think as a business person, if I was for Sharon Burke, I'd say, oh, them want this me, all right, me, I'll kill them back. Mm-hmm. All right, where's fully loaded today? Where's fully loaded today? Gone by the wayside like a lot of big events that went by the wayside at that time there. And when was the next fully loaded after we got thrown out? Hold on, before we even get there. So then for that performance, you guys basically got banned because of that performance there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because remember, listen, when I said you took it to a whole new level, this is when you you had the shirt. You understand you guys cut the bugle at a whole heap of words. This Yes, the bourgeois to a side. This is kind of, you guys are going, you guys are going hard right now. Oh, well, all right. You know that Sharon Burke hook up with Butcher after him come out of jail, right? Mm-hmm. So, if Butcher could have done this you upon a dub, how come he end up back with Butcher because of money? Mm-hmm. So the same thing with Black China. You could have made, she could have made a whole heap of money out of this thing. You understand? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, I can't tell somebody how to take a this. And we did apologize to her. Okay. Out of good faith. You know, and we don't know before all of this, me and Sharon Burke was so good. Mm-hmm. You see me? And I don't have nothing against Sharon Burke, dog, because she, she, back in those days, she was the genius of those kind of parties. For sure. Yeah. You have to give her credit. Do you no. think you do you think you guys might have took it a bit too far on that one there? Well, if I never take it too far, I wouldn't have to apologize. <laughs> so I guess that's a yes then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't I forgot about the dubs okay, but when I seen the shirt too, I said, whoa. And I mean. But it said I 
Sharon Burke. I never even actually spell out the word the right way. It wasn't really spelled out. Right. Mm -hmm. But people knew what it meant. Of course. And if I, if I have to do it again, mm -hmm. I will apologize to her. Mm -hmm. Sharon Burke, good, you know. Sharon, yo. Of course, bro. She should come at Belize. You know, some of her bellies, right? Mm -hmm. She come at bellies and she come to shine and whatever. And no problem with that. If me was a madman, you don't know it already. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So you guys are doing all this stuff. Did you guys start producing at this time here too? No. Yet. You guys didn't start producing yet? No. So after this whole uproar at Fully Loaded and stuff, what was you guys' next move now? Where did you guys, what did you guys end up doing? With us a tour, Japan, China, Africa. Just a tour all over the place. Tour, 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 tour. What were those tours, especially you brought up those three countries. What was it like your first time in a place like China, Africa, and Japan? Especially somewhere like China. China was weird because me and Dupes always wanted to go to the motherland. Mm -hmm. I would say we always wanted to go and try the food and, you know, mm -hmm. But the food was nasty. <laughs> it's like we see a man a jerk some chicken on the side, right? Yeah. So we say, we say, get some jerk chicken on the side of the road. When the man opened the pan, it's only duck head in it. <laughs> like, you. So we decide no more. So say, all right, screw this. Mm -hmm. Down with the motherland now. Let's go to Kentucky in the motherland. Mm -hmm. We'll go get Kentucky. We'll say, teriyaki chicken. <laughs> not even fry teriyaki chicken you know like uh. mm -hmm. but the crowd turned out mm -hmm. it was a huge crowd and a lot of Jamaicans you know we never really take it that serious but a lot of Jamaicans shop there for them stores in Jamaica mm -hmm. so they're actually there wasn't there mm-hmm it was one of the most amazing dance and they had a um a warm welcome for us yeah. cake everything and more teriyaki chicken were you guys one of one of the first songs to go to china mm, i think maybe the only song mm -hmm. i can't recall of an next song I, you know what we start you know most of my start everyone because we get so big you now my start ask the promoters which other sound ever come here? Them say no other sound. Like in a, a place in a Switzerland, we up in the hills with me and Dupsco play. We say, which other sound come here? Them say no other sound. The closest sound that come close to it mm -hmm. is Stone Love. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Stone Love come very close to some of the like, you know. Mm -hmm. How about Africa now? What was this like here now, going to Africa to go play, not to perform like you're, a, like you're an artist, to go play dubs and remix? What was that like now, going to Africa? That dance was actually amazing, but I couldn't, you know, me as a gallus, right? But I walk in the club and I couldn't differentiate this girl from this girl, because all of them have braids. Mm -hmm. It was only that some of them brown braid and some of them black braid. And I said, well, I said to I said, wait, what, what is Brady season? <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, it was nice. We were brought there by Heineken and stuff. And, okay. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't care what nobody wants to say about Africa. I think it's one of the most amazing places in the world. And Africans support their own. Mm-hmm. Look at Wizkid. Look at Burner Boy. You know? Mm-hmm. They don't need nobody else to make a concert for them artists. They support their own artists. 200,000 people. They have the numbers, bro. They, ha- they have the numbers. That's true. You know why? Because condoms in Africa are expensive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what caused all of them problem in Africa is they have these magnum extra large. Mm-hmm. Not everybody in Africa is large, so the condom will go slip off on the girl or get pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. it right there. So even then, now, even Japan. First time in Japan now, what was this like? Why you have to, why as I mentioned, condom you go to Japan? Yes, the condoms there fit us perfectly. Mm-hmm. Especially the ones at the 7 Eleven. Them have these little teeny condoms here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. Say, yo, first time you see the condom, you said this mighty crown really had the <laughs> <laughs> The first time in Japan was with Base Odyssey. With Base Odyssey out there? Yeah. Yeah, that's the very first dance we ever played in Japan. It was crazy. Was it Squinji and Mark or who was it? Oh, I don't remember. I think it was, it's, remember, it's two Bayside is here back in Berlin. That's true too, you know. Yeah, it was the other one. The Bonnie, Bonnie Bayside is You know what? Because they, there was some, they had a Japan connection. You're right. The other, yes. the next side, they had a strong Japan link at one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dance was crazy. It was ram, 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 ram. And then ever since Japan fell in love with us, mm-hmm. and that's it. We've been to Japan like so many times. Yeah. I have a son over there that have a, a son named Yars. Look out for that son. Yars. And what if a super cat don't play it? What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what was this experience like for like two kids that's just... Because did you guys actually plan for this to happen or this just happened overnight and you guys were just off and running? Overnight. Yeah, me and Dupsa go to Japan and we said, yeah, mm-hmm. who must carry with this time? Mm-hmm. We carry Richie D, mm-hmm. one year. We carry Walchi, we carry Special G, we carry Adi. But Willie was always with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? God. Willie would have string up everything and then make dupes play. Willie was more like a, you know, assistant at the time. Yeah. It was always you and dupes. Willie was around. So then how did Walshy get in get involved with the song now? So what? <laughs> you wanna know how Walshy get involved? Mm-hmm. We're in Miami playing. And Walshy attacked on the mic. For somebody else. And me and Dupes in the parking lot. And I said to Dupes, Dupes said, Bobby, who the brother inside there try to copy you? And I said, I don't know about him, bad. Mm-hmm. And me hire one chip on Black Chinese. Because Dupes never like him. What? Yep, Dupes never like him in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then him just fit in with us, and then him and Dupes became the best of friends. Even better friends than me. Now I'll start getting jealous. Cause now dupes are using for top on the mic and naked and them thing there. And poor little Bobby Chinafi, I use Willie now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's done. Mm. Because I know eventually the team split up because it was you. It was you and Dopes at first. And then you seen Dopes and Walshy yeah. and then you and Willie. I want to tell you. But really, I um, admire, yeah, yeah. Willie, the Willie and Walshy team, them in bad. Mm -hmm. Because them are the ones who used to go Canada. You remember that? Of course. Yes. Them, Walchi was one of the greatest additions we ever had. And mm. my next name, Chip Lee. You remember Chip Lee? Yes. Yeah. And them did, them did just make my life easier because Walchi can tell you this. Mm. Anytime me in a dance, I talk. No matter which dance, could I be the biggest dance in Miami. As Walchi walked through the door, I said, Yo, Walchi, where you say, give him the mic and me go about my business. Because mm. Walchi had a standard that wouldn't drop. Mm -hmm. When I give him the button, you see him bold style him going. And I don't think watch it bad now, you know. Back in all them days, the man have some speech like uh, up to this day, I still use some of watch style him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Watch is great. Beyond wicked, wicked. Oh. When it comes to everything there. So when did thing there, when did production now start to come into into the fold? Um one day we went to Jamaica. Doops, doops always a bill him the corridor, but them never sound good to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But we go to Jamaica now and we're sitting around this big table. Breakfast table in holiday in and it was a show that Danger Zone keep with a lot of international artists. And sitting at our breakfast table was a man called Mr. Morgan. Mm. Which is Dub's manager right now. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how we start interact with him. But whenever I pay him the mind, because we just think of one little Jewish man, right, you know? But we'll play that Margaritaville. And there was a couple just jumping up and down in front of us while we were DJing. And the black Chinese big. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, you guys are good DJs. And I would never pay them the mind either because we think of white people now. Me and Dubs never, ever, ever, ever fly first class. Mm -hmm. But it just so happened that we had extra money. Right? So I said, Dubs, we could try the first class thing. He never wanted it. And me said, Dubs, we could just upgrade the ticket. Them time I hear Jamaica. We we'll upgrade the ticket. And sitting beside us in first class was that white girl and that white man. Hmm. Just to find out that white man was Nick Anderson and the girl was Nicole from the Pussycat Dolls. And I think, if I can remember clearly, yeah. We start link with them. I think him buy dupes in first laptop. And then him and dupes going to some production thing. Mm -hmm. And then that's where it gone. Which one came out first? Was it Copa that came out first or Drumline? Copa. Copa. This is a massive rhythm. So then how did this change everything for you guys at this time when this rhythm came out here now? All right. Um, so the corporate rhythm now, 
Ni voice semua Salam sang dia lah What you mean? Abah kenal dia Dia sami Go join me Aku ke voice Setting them Okay I remember Being on the Goli side With Movado mm-hmm. I played the rhythm theme And At them time The human cards And they have A little beef mm-hmm. Was it the corporate? Nah man The beef is on the drum line Oh yeah No the corporate him The corporate him Was with the elephant man mm-hmm. Father elephant Make them dance Make them dance Me and Willie write that Well actually it's my idea And then we get the elephant man How did you come up with something like that? But does it always like that song from from going to um Sunday school? Mm-hmm. It's two Sam again elephant on the rhythm, and then okay. came the elephant elephant heart like fire. Mm-hmm. My one next song on the rhythm I say, um, "Girl shake your booty." Yes. Yeah. We give him that song there too. Yeah, elephant was like best of friends, you know. You know that. Because it was really who gave you guys your first set of dubs was Beanie Man and Elephant Man. Those were the first two artists to really that give you true. guys the dubs. Mm-hmm. That is a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Elephant Man was there for us every step of the way. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't say that anymore. But <laughs> we still, we still talk to him. Still talk to him. You know, like I want to with me most of my keep a relationship with every artist that want to be friends with me. Mm-hmm. You see me. Have loyal artists that like loyal uh, uh, ride or die. You see my dog, cause I uh, never change. My always, my always link every artist. Them just, them just know me as a madman. You see me? <laughs> yeah. Bobby Chin. So when the Copa rhythm came out, did, did this really change you guys' profile at this time here now? Yeah, cause that's the first rhythm that we produce. For yourself, mm-hmm. you see me. Dups, dups have other rhythm, you know. I'm have the sunshine rhythm mm-hmm. with the jack, the jackure. Yes, Jamaica. I'm have the blind, the blind to you. Um, Hollywood. Yeah, yo, dups have only but some one and know about it. I'm have the Mary J. Blige each year. Mm-hmm. I'm have the John Legend Bojo. Mm-hmm. So when he started to produce at this time, did he start to kind of back off coming on the road or he was still on the road as hard when he was doing this? He was on the road hard, same way. Mm-hmm. He was on the road hard. But as he get older, he just make that transition. Mm-hmm. You see me? So I, I, I couldn't just leave the sound. Because if me and him leave the sound together, then where does that leave the sound? Got you. So, you brought it up earlier. <clears throat> yeah. Drumline. All right. How did you guys come up with this now? And the thing with drumline is this is where Mavado and Cartel has the issue now. And both of them has a song on you guys' rhythm. So where did this leave Black Chinese when you guys started to produce that, that rhythm there now? That rhythm is solely dopes. I don't know him coming for that idea. Mm-hmm. Him just him was I watched the movie Drumline. Mm-hmm. And him, him just because I'm genius, him just build a rhythm off it. So now I went to Jamaica now for link my father. I'm a, a play the rhythm theme and <clears throat> end up on the gully. 
Sinon pa de goli a movada um start seeing car them tell me him and cartel have a little friction, you know? Mm-hmm. I never I never wanted I never wanted a um a, a clash song on the rhythm. You know what I mean? That was my intention. Because mm-hmm. I know if you put a clash on the rhythm, that's what's what is going to happen is that people are going to play the two songs that clash and don't pay attention to the rest. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But him start sing, sing, then him say, Bobby, go to the hotel right now, go vice. So me, him, footer, and about 30 men from the gully fit in a one hotel room. And him did a sing it for me from the gully, you know, I say, you need him farmer, Mr. Palmer, Grover's family, X5. That's why I sing that song, yeah. Mm-hmm. So why? The man advised that. I'm gonna send it back to Dubs. And Dubs listen to the song. And Dubs them now. Link it with Mr. Morgan. And Mr. Morgan call Cartel, I think. And Cartel voice four counteraction. We only use one. Okay. None of them fussy can call Mr. Palmer Informer. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, yeah. It just take off from the sound. That was a drum line. <laughs> and did it, where did it leave the song? No, did it leave the song where it's either Cartel wanting you to choose his side or Mavada wanting you to choose their side? Or they just seen it as production at that time there? No, I'm just seeing it as production. Mm-hmm. Cartel is more virgin. Mavada is more virgin. That will never change. Mm-hmm. Me and Cartel is like this. Mm-hmm. How did you even link with Cartel in the first place? Through Dan. Mm-hmm. Remember Dan Carleone? Of course. Yeah, so Cartel used to go up there and thing. And Dan Carleone, this is Mona again. Mm-hmm. My house, Master Lee house, Jazzy Tedem. Then Dan Carleone is the next road. Mm. You understand? So. So we link up with Cartel and him come round to our the first time I meet Cartel, him get dubs 30 dub one time. Mm-hmm. I was accidentally deleted, accidentally deleted like 10 of them by mistake. So yeah. That's how we meet Cartel and him just click with you know what I mean. At first, me and him never could have never agree. Mm-hmm. You see me? Because yeah. him cost me and say me an alliance and all them things there. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Mr. Cartel, you can't say me is alliance, yes, but guess what? When I met you, you were alliance too. So it's fear. Fear, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not give a bounty killer for nobody. Did you guys do any production with bounty or it was just remixes you guys did? Remix. We never I never produced a song with bounty killer yet. I mean I, the, How come? No, no. We don't really know enough. Mm-hmm. Bounty is not a friendly person like that, you know. And we like friends because we like pay money. Yeah. Yeah, but Bounty Killer is forever our God. For sure. You know? Even if I don't talk to him, I don't say nothing to him. Mm-hmm. You know, him just know when him see me, him still have a heal, man. We respect him, just like being a man. Mm-hmm. Both are the same thing. Right there. So when when it came to production, you were more the one doing the recording the vocals and 
Dupes was doing more producing the beat and all those stuff there. If it was being recorded in Jamaica, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but Dupes, yeah, Dupes was build a beat and him said, Bobby, go on to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just go, I'm just do my thing. Yeah, of course, I wanted a flight to go look for my family. Mm-hmm. You see me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that stuff there. All right, you guys are doing good stuff, amazing stuff, flying right across the globe and stuff. But this was one black eye on your career. This is one of your first early black eyes. When you end up getting incarcerated, what was the issue, Bobby? Matif, some can you tell us story? It can't be that simple, bro. <sighs> it's even worse than that. Mm-hmm. You know, being famous attracts a lot of negativity around you. Mm-hmm. And I always didn't want to tell people this, but nobody ever asked me the truth. Mm-hmm. I went to a place called TJ Maxx, close to my house, to buy bed sheets. Mm-hmm. And on a few occasions, this guy that worked in there, he was like, oh, you're a black Chinese. To get me some tickets to go in this party or that party, I'm gonna give some discount. On three occasions, I'm give me discount. Right? I never know what he was doing, but just take my discount and cut. Apparently, he had people coming in the store and taking out stuff and walking out with it, and police was watching him. Mm. So I just get caught up in the whole mix. So police come to my house. This actually changed my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Police come to my house. I wasn't there. I was in Atlanta doing a show, and somebody called me. And I called, but the police and I said, "What happened?" He said, "I need to come and talk to him." I said, "Why?" He said, uh, "We have you as a part of a scheme to rob stores." Imagine this. Mm-hmm. Somebody will tell me I'm a part of a scheme to rob stores. And I'm playing the world famous black Chinese. I was stealing bed sheets. <laughs> wow. Now, Mosul, I never know what to do. Mm-hmm. So, me hire a lawyer, ended up paying this lawyer around 20 grand mm-hmm. just for them to throw it out. But it changed my whole life. What do you mean by that? I never knew what was going to happen. So I set up myself in Belize mm. in case anything was to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would have somewhere at least where I could have what, you know, a new start at life. You understand? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible from the day when my lawyer told me turning myself and I went to the police station in Coral Springs. I'll never forget this. Mm-hmm. So the police guy was like, why you don't just talk to me? And the lawyer told me before I turned him, I said, do not talk to them. You don't, you have the right not to say anything to them. Mm-hmm. So well, the police get mad with me now. He put me in a cell, block the window where I can't sit out. He call a cell in there and he tell my lawyer, oh, don't worry, one hour process and you can bail him out and stuff. That one hour went to like almost a whole night and day. Hmm. No, I never know nothing about these things enough. 
I never know the charges against me. I don't know my co-defendants. I just know he's a guy that works in the store. The first cell that them put me in, after the, when you get locked up in, in Coral Springs, in Broad County, you have to process yourself there. Mm -hmm. Then you go to the main jail downtown Broad. Mm -hmm. So I get to the main jail with 10 months string up to me. In the back of a patio wagon. When we get there now, it's like a bullpen. So I, I go in a cell, and then, I don't know, I see this guy come in the cell. I said, this guy look like a woman. Because hmm. I'm here straight, and I'm talking like a girl, and I have breasts, but he's a man. So I said, Frig, what is dog? Yo, muscle as the gate open. But we run going to one next cell. All right, so I'm comfortable now. <laughs> muscle, 10. 10 criminal in there now, no matter about murderer. People will get charged for this, that. Everybody sit down there and I say, Yo, what you in here for? Mm -hmm. Oh, murder. What you in here for? Cocaine charge. What you come round to me, you know, what you miss a murder? <laughs> you can't say, you can't say I'm in here for bed sheets. No, well, no, yeah, you're crazy, but we kill enough sound. So I murder that. <laughs> but that but Bobby, that's not why you're in here, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> then you have this little white man now, him under my skin. Mm -hmm. As soon as I get a little sandwich or an apple, he want it. So I forget to him, no. They say everybody I get this little number. <laughs> and with that number, you can um you can make a phone call or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Me not get no number now. So I say, wait, what is this? Oh, me alone I get no So I go to the, the officer in charge and him say, You don't get a number because we're moving you to a different facility because you're diabetic. Mm -hmm. So me say, the same little white man said, Don't worry, you're going to a better jail. Da da da. So, all right, good. Transfer me now to a different jail now. Me thinking now is a medical, you know? Mm -hmm. Facility. The person in front of me is a doctor. I said, what are you going to jail for? He tell me, he write some prescription or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And I said, wait, this look good. Appear like top people in there, you know, black Chinese doctor, <laughs> people who own them own business. When we walk through that thing, you know, dog, you remember it's a medical prison, like jail. First time we look at him, I see a man stand up on his head and he must sing some song. I don't know. This just pure mad people. You're in the wrong place, bro. It's a medical. Mm-hmm. What medical mean mad people too? Mm-hmm. Medical isn't only physical, it's mental exactly. also. Mental, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So me start crying now. Then put me in a cell and I tell the people them say I kill myself. So them send a psychologist to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this other Sweden 24 hours. <laughs> so the, 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 the psychologist coming to me now. She said, but she look at my paperwork and say, um, you're almost out of here. You know, I must know more. I killed myself. 
She said, all right, we're going to put you in a room, but if you run into the wall, you can bounce off because it's rubber mm-hmm. in case you try to kill yourself. Somebody just tell her, I'm going to want to kill myself again. <laughs> so them leave me in the same cell now then. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a bullpen thing. Mm-hmm. So me come out now. That's one thing about being a Jamaican that I will never, ever give up Jamaica. Mm-hmm. When you're Jamaican, you got jail people respect you. No matter how bad a Yankee is, as long as you're Jamaican, you know, just talk Jamaican and them rate you. Got you. One of them start talking to me about him, my artist and you got Jamaica before and I notice this man, him have a bag with egg and ham and beat up all of it. So I said, what that? He said, boy, them there in the prison so long, they must forget creative with the food. So, but then I watch them and I watch them and I talk and I talk and them call me now. They call my name. They never for call my name one time and I'm a run. Mm-hmm. And them say, oh, it's time for you to go. You know, them just kick you out of the jail, you know, when it's time for you to come out, you know. No, I mean, I have no wallet, no none. So, mm-hmm. I walk to the corner of the road and they had a strip club. I'm going to my ask a stripper for your call and she call a camp for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go home. And for about three years, yeah, three years. Around that time, yeah, I'm going to court every month. For so long. Just so them throw it out. No mind, matured kind of, you know? So were you able to travel these times or were you grounded all these times here now? Travel. Travel with restrictions. Oh, with restrictions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to tell them, you have to tell them um, where you're going. Mm-hmm. You have to tell them the hotel. You have to give them a number for the hotel. All different kind of things. Were you allowed to leave the country or you could just travel within the U.S.? Well, the judge tell them that they can't stop me from making a living. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, w- I was allowed to leave. Mm-hmm. And at this time here, you were setting up yourself in Belize also. Long time. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't set up myself. Care, everything. Why Belize of all places that you could have gone, you've been and all that? Why did you choose Belize? Because Belize always show me love. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go somewhere with some people, you know? I was surrounded by love. You ever been to Belize before? No, you soon come here. I remember I invited you. Mm-hmm. Um, Belize is a, is, is, is very similar to Jamaica. Isn't it? And it's, it's, it's like, you know how Jamaica is where a country, like Jamaica might have feuds in between them one another but when it comes to rallying together mm-hmm. when i first came here no i mean it was hard for me to be accepted here by songs by songs yeah they call them feel like me coming for take with them two dollar with them i make mm-hmm. and it wasn't so isn't it that's how the, the, the that clash ended up with dynamic me being with dynamic here and stuff like that mm-hmm I know about that wonder. That's the um thing here. Ring the alarm. That was the first clash that ever happened in Belize. This was 2016, 
Right. It's the, 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 that was their first introduction to a clash. Mm-hmm. They've never understand what a clash is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because at this time here, it was more juggling and more stage one, these type of stuff there that was coming to Belize. Yeah. They've never known Black Chinese as, as a sound to be clashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know you as a juggling because even talking about that same one there, it was, it was a good clash, but you could tell in that class there, you, you got emotional down in the end because a lot of stuff was happening in your life at that time there. Yeah. My daughter, I just found it out that she had a, a brain tumor, you know, something funny most of all that time, mm-hmm. you know, this year mm-hmm. is when she took out those tumors after all that time. Mm. Yeah. She just take out those tumors out of her head. Mm-hmm. And it was successful, so you know. But uh, let me give you an example. You know, and and I don't, people just not using their common sense anymore. Mm-hmm. If dynamic was such a wicked sound, I'm not taking away nothing from 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 from. Turret, his name is Turret. He's a very good selector. Mm-hmm. But if you, you remember, this is why, remember I told you about Africa and my intention was to kill Africa to get their glory. Mm-hmm. If him saying kill Black Chinese, shouldn't he have gotten our glory in Belize? All right, uh, people don't understand this. When they're too quick, people too quick for demise people and kill us all. Mm-hmm. He never come back to Belize. You know how much people was in that dance? 80. Mm-hmm. The dance flop. Mm-hmm. You understand? So people don't understand and make it seem like it's a big dance and 2,000 people was there and then kill Black Chain. Yo, I'm going to tell you something. Him, him sees the opportunity and him, take, him, him, him just take advantage of the opportunity. You understand? Are, that's what you're supposed to do as a soul man, as an entertainer, whatever the case is. That's your job at all times. Yes. No, I had a lot of stress going on with me the day. Because mm-hmm. me letting a youth, my care, rent a car for a pickup. Because at that time, I live in a Belize city. I'm living at Belmopan. Mm-hmm. So I let a youth, my rent a car. And the man crashed the rent a car, tear off the whole side. Mm-hmm. So I have to deal with all of that. I have to deal with a clash. I have to deal with just me being there because Willie never come. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Willie never come or nothing. And I was just thinking that, fuck, this a belly, so if the crowd turn out, then people are going to have my back anyway. Mm-hmm. And I never lived in Belly City, so I rented a bus from um, out of the people that me care for it, you know? I'm going to buy, most of them buy 40 whistle. And fuck, the same people who I'm going to buy the whistle for a cheer for dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You know, so the bus go home empty, right? <laughs> I guess they didn't understand the assignment. Yep. Mm-hmm. They don't know what clash is. They must have blow whistle. <laughs> Yo, they know. Me see how the dance are going to come and say shit no matter what I play. Mm-hmm. And the crowd where there is mostly sound man who don't like me. Mm-hmm. You understand? So... I said, all right, no matter what I'm going to make win. So I just abandon this dance. I'm cry. So I put on a little crying thing. <laughs> to try to win back some votes. Never work. So I said, all right, I'm not playing a tune for tune. I left the dance. You know, you try Ricky Chupa thing. I cry. <laughs> Yo, I walk out Ricky Chupa ask him how he's crying. Yeah. But when you when when you take your licking, you just have to take it down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, up to this day, I don't think the promoter pay dynamic. Mm-hmm. But a win is a win. No, for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. There, you understand. There was even. I want to talk about Belize a bit because you you've done a lot of great stuff and you're doing a lot of great stuff. I remember one year you were keeping a birthday party with um Beanie Man. Yeah. Beanie Man was a Beanie Man was supposed to be on the show, but there was some static you were getting because they didn't want Beanie Man or you to say anything against people, incite any violence or anything. What happened with that? I think it was your birthday dancer too. What had happened? Well, you know, there's a um, there's a gay community here, mm-hmm. and them them does a Beanie Man don't like gays. Mm-hmm. And they also, we don't know where them find tapes I play all different kind of things. Them say, me, you want to kill the Pope. Call me for kill the Pope. Mm-hmm. Not even the president of the United States of America can kill the Pope. That man powerful, you understand? But it, uh, I mean, we just take it with stride because if them never do that, maybe my dance will have flopped. Mm-hmm. But the, prop, the, the, the publicity where it gets, them same gay community people came to the party because they want, yeah, and I had fun. You see me? But we we'll just, we'll just tell them I, I don't have to play music that incite against any, any kind of culture, any kind of people, any kind of, you know what I mean? I don't have to play music that incite violence for people to have fun. So I just did a clean event and I told the DJs, look, nobody play nothing. I wanted them go play boom bye bye and the man get the biggest forward ever, dog. <laughs> and them get the forward from them same people. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just one of those things. But listen how you redeemed yourself in the public. Do you remember when you were driving by a lady that was getting bitten by a dog? And then you had to go back and save the lady from getting mauled by the dog? How oh, you know these things? <laughs> no, really, how oh, you, you study? Bobby, man, you are bridges. I know you from 99, but listen, I'm not going to come sit down here and talk to you and not know a couple of things about a couple of things. You understand? All right. May I drive down the road in my community? This lady, she had a little evening jog. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty, pretty girl. She named Debbie. 
Mm-hmm. I never know her name at the time. But she used to work at the bank and thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Boy. It's like some pit bulls was chasing my car. Mm-hmm. Some wild pit bull, two big pit bulls, you know. So we drive past and then and then something tell me look in my rearview mirror. And then when I look in the rearview mirror, I saw the girl on the ground and the pit bulls were just ripping her to pieces. Mm. Oh, I reverse back and open the passenger side door and we tried to get her in, like pull her in, but the dogs wouldn't let her go. Mm. And she was going in and out of consciousness. And every time I would pull her, the dogs would come so I'd let her go back. You understand? Mm-hmm. So what I do, I just put her back out for a little bit. And when I notice them kind of like easing her, and then I pull her back in quick. Mm. And there was just blood all over the car. I remember earlier in this conversation, earlier, bro, you were yeah. telling me about the same blood thing where you know you can't handle this, but you see when you had to jump into action, what happened? You see how everything come together. Mm-hmm. When it's to save a life, or to see a life, mm-hmm. then blood don't matter. You see me? And I took her to the emergency room and they took care of her. And the, the TV stations came there and they interviewed her and she said, This guy saved my life. Mm-hmm. No, I actually ended up living in her house. Because I guess she never wanted to live in that area no more. And she had this big, huge house. Mm-hmm. And I ended up living in the house, you know what I mean, for like two years. And we'll, 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 we'll remain friends, you know. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from her in a while, but I should text her. I <laughs> <laughs> see how she's doing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because she, she, she never would forget that. At all. At all. That's crazy there because I know you always, I'm not sure if you're still doing it, but I know you always used to do um, the Bobby Chin weekend where you'd have a dance, a stage show, and all type of different stuff going on. How did you even come up with the Bobby Chin weekend in Belize? Um, we just, we also try to bring like a, the same kind of dream weekend here. Mm-hmm. And, and thing, but you know, I, I, them never used to clash and them never used to, up to this day, Mm-hmm. 2022, I've never seen an all-inclusive party in Belize. Okay. Them just want to buy them own liquor. <laughs> them can't get that concept in their head like one money will drink free. Mm-hmm. You know? But, yeah. It's, it's great food here, great people. And actually, October is my birthday. You know, I do my birthday here again in October. Mm-hmm. October 15th. And I'm bringing an artist from Trinidad called Young Brother. Young Brother. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that, that's my virgin. Soka artist. Yes. Soka artist. I also have motto with some St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. You don't know. I don't tell Serrani them and bugle them and the whole of them for flying early, you know? Mm-hmm. And DeMarco them, but DeMarco was just here the other day, so. Mm-hmm. And them know how my thing go muscle. When we bring an artist from Jamaica, I'm not too in the fun sitting there. I cook canned beef and get them and them take them. Mm-hmm. Piece of pear and white rice. I'm not fancy. 
because you're on the ground with them, so you know how it goes. Yeah. But Serrania, Serrania, Bugle, and them, madam. I'm back next up here too, you know. You know? Mm-hmm. This was 2016, I think you brought them over there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm telling them never cost 80,000. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, a lot of, I, I do a lot of stuff here in Belize, and most artists come here, they actually go through me to book them, you know? Okay. Uh, one time, did you have like a booking agency one time? Actually, no, you know, but it's just because people know me, every artist good. Mm-hmm. Then just, you know what I mean? Then just try book through me because I was the one to bring Cartel here and then him go to jail. Say that one more time. I was the one who was to bring Cartel to Belize, but him go to jail, so... <laughs> Okay, so this was this was yeah. right before everything happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. I got a couple more here for you here. Um, I want to get into some of your clashes here. Yeah. One of the 2015 War in the East with Jugglers. Yeah. How did that come up, and how did you rate your performance in that clash there? Um. They approached us. Well, they approached me. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the money was good. The offer was good. Mm-hmm. But the preparation was horrible. Mm. Um, when you get to be a certain stage in your life, like if, if you're doing a certain thing, muscle. Mm-hmm. You start to look at why why am I going to turn down a ten thousand dollar date mm-hmm. for pride? I was I'm I'm always the one I was always the one to take a clash regardless of the results. Mm. Whereas dupes them more reserved. Oh no. We don't want to take this, or we don't want to take that, and we don't want to take this. But I just do it because, guess what? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when you build your name as Stone Love or Black Chinese, nobody will ever say you're dead mm-hmm. to the world. So I'm not going to turn down ten thousand dollars because I pride and anything. You are you the honest to God truth? One hundred percent. For that dance. Black Chinese, Willie was busy on the road. Mm-hmm. And I was busy on the road too. So we never really prepared. I met Willie in Germany two hours before the clash. Wow. So me and Willie sitting there, me, Willie, special key, English fire in the room, I was sitting there and we said, all right, we're going to play this, we're going to play this, we're going to play this. So we'll plan out the first round. We'll plan out the second round. Then them call us and say, yo, you have to go to the venue now. Mm-hmm. You know which two rounds will win? The first and the second. Mm-hmm. I'll learn from that. It just goes to show your muscle that anything you do in life is preparation. 100%. And if you, uh, in my head now, me, I think the jugglers is a smaller sound for we. Mm-hmm. So there's no way if we win the first two rounds, 
there's no way them can catch you up back. Mm-hmm. But mental mistakes was made. Like, if you go in a clash, <laughs> and the people that were, were, were like on your sound, not willing or not, I don't know how to describe this. Mm-hmm. They, they never feel like we should have been there then. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Then how am I supposed to win? Mm-hmm. You understand? It's, you mean it's long after the jugglers clash, things start revealed to me. Mm-hmm. Where when I said, Bobby, you know, we never feel like we should have taken the clash. That's why we never really help you. So we should have help you. You understand? It's the same thing with dynamic clash. Willie wasn't there. You know what is that? Man, it was somebody else who was playing the song that night. Yeah, someone else who had never played Black China yet. From Rhythm Style, no, not Rhythm, Rhythm, Rhythm Force. Force. Yeah, yep. yeah that's a Willie Virgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but us, but us take it as stride and and thing, and and um. A lot of things went wrong. Mm-hmm. There was a part in the dance where jugglers said, me mash up them laptop. Yes, this is when you went to go pick up the laptop. Right, but I never pick it up for mash it up. Mm-hmm. Them laptop never mash up, them just use that card against me. Mm-hmm. You understand? And everybody on that stage know mm-hmm. that them laptop never mash up. I said, you couldn't play again. But the crowd thinking I did something cheap. You understand? Mm-hmm. So them just, them just, you know, yeah, clashes are funny thing, you know. Of course. Clashes are funny thing, dog. Like, remember now, it's not like me in Germany. Mm-hmm. It's not like me have the earthquake crowd behind me and the guns and the ammunition. Mm-hmm. For bad up anybody, you understand? So, we just, as I say, a win is a win. But sometimes I better you lose for gain. Hmm. I'm tell every little sound this. Because if you look at jugglers' achievement today as compared to Black Cheney, did, did the win gain them anything? But we're talking about two different arenas here. And I mean, even though you guys stepped into the arena, their their mindset was never like what you guys were going for in the first place. And I mean, they want to play dub, scream, and go about their business. Probably producing also. They produce good songs. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, where the mistake I think jugglers made mm-hmm. is. Them get a momentum from that, but they took on Tony Mataran. Mm-hmm. And they went to Jamaica that same fucking dream weekend. Mm-hmm. And Mataran demolished them. Like literally demolished them. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are big of a sound as they used to be. Am I right? Momentum is a hell of a thing. You understand? And a lot of people don't realize what happens with your sound, happens with the people in your sound once momentum is going or momentum stops. 
that is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. Yeah. It's just like art. I don't hear nobody ever mention that dynamic loss to in the boom clash to a Chinese girl, mm -hmm. Japanese girl. Notorious. Yeah, the notorious kill dynamic two times in a one competition. Remember that? I did not remember that one there, no. But mm -hmm. if that was black China, you wouldn't forget. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you understand? So people lost lost I don't know. You have to be fair. All right, and kill a black China, but a China girl kill him back. It's part of part of the business, you know what I mean? Part of the business, yeah. yeah. And, and um like, like I had fun times, I had fun times with jugglers though. Mm -hmm. Other than clashing, just touring Europe with them. I, I don't I don't think we'll ever see times like that anymore. Jugglers, boy. Yeah. Hey, put clash aside. <laughs> them can juggle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Jugglers. Yeah. But I know this was a little bit earlier in you guys' career. The clash that you guys actually won. This one was called Knockout Clash. This was versus Innocent, your old song Poison Dart, and Juicy Mental. You remember that clash, yeah? Yeah, Black Cat too, but Black Cat never mm -hmm. Yeah, we won that trophy too. Mm -hmm. Yo, that's what I'm saying, Muscle. How come people don't acknowledge us for the stuff that would do good, but the bad stuff they want to Oh, Black China lost this or Black China loses. Boss, you, you've been around long enough to know that bad news travels 10 times further than any good news would ever get to travel. You understand? Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. But, but it, you know, it takes a, take a little good news to make you feel good by yourself sometimes. Not true. Mm -hmm. yeah. as, long, as long as you know the truth, you'll be all right. You can't keep going to the doctor here say, yeah, I've got a rare. You know, you are one time you're going to listen. No, you're not going to rare. You only have herpes or something. You need some kind of good news or uplift your spirit sometime, you know? Mm -hmm. No, for sure. Yeah. Talking about doctor, because when I met you, yeah, you were bigger, you had here and everything. But yeah, we, we were younger. This is like 24 years later. When did, and you brought it up earlier, when did you actually find out that you have diabetes? I was actually on tour with Dupes. In Switzerland. Mm -hmm. well, it was in the 2000s and I was peeing a lot, peeing a lot, peeing a lot. I remember I was on a tour bus with Dupes and I didn't want to pee bad, but there was no bathroom close. Mm -hmm. And Dupes hold up, hold up my jacket in front of me for peeing a cup and I spray up the whole jacket. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming back home to Miami and I want to pee. Mm -hmm. And then I get up. In the night, and I kept getting up to pee, to pee, and I look at the toilet, and I see ants all over it. Mm. So I went to the doctor, and that's when they told me that I have diabetes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it gradually progressed from type 2 to type 1, where I take insulin. Mm -hmm. And look, see? Wow. I have this sense on my arm. Mm -hmm. um, that I, I, I can't... Um, when I want to check my sugar, I just scan it, you know? Mm. And it tell me. Well, I tell me, so the battery dead right now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
So this is something that I guess you, you live with all the time. You have to watch where you're eating, watch where you're drinking and all these stuff here. Yeah, that's right. Nobody can answer me. Boom, boom. <laughs> what does that have to do with diabetes, bro? You can't eat boom, boom, without diabetes. <laughs> Your lecturer said, put on it too sweet. I was waiting on you, Bobby. I was <laughs> waiting. I was waiting on you, boss. Oh, this is there. I got a couple more here. I know you guys were even down at Dream Dream Weekend the other day, 2022 here. How was that? Man, you love talk about dance. A man slapped me on the head, you man. Listen, I'm talking. There's a lot. There's a couple more stuff I'm going to cover, and you're going to understand why we got to where oh. we got. Yeah, I was in Dream Weekend after so many years. I went back mm-hmm. this year. And the the love for people showing me was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, the next thing I want to tell you about is you know my eyes bad, right? Mm-hmm. This is your retina. Um my retina. This is what communicates to your brain. Yeah. To tell you that this is this color. And your retina is actually what make you see. Mm-hmm. My retinas are like these. Mm. They're detached. Both eyes. Yeah. So everything to me is blurry. And um, I did this eye. It looked pretty, not true. What did you do to it? I can't see out of it. Hmm. This eye is the worst one. And I did, I did a cataract surgery. Mm-hmm. And they went behind my eye to laser, to laser the blood vessels in between and the fluid, mm-hmm. and try to bring it back. But it, it was destroyed for too many years. So the, the only possibility for me to really, I still waiting for my eyesight to come back, but it looks like I'm going to need a, a retina transplant. Okay. Both eyes, but they don't have that technology yet. It's not around. I, th- I don't. They did it once in Korea, a, a mm-hmm. YouTuber. One person did it and they can see. Mm-hmm. But it's actually putting in a, a fake eye in your eye. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So I just live with that for right now. And a lot of people don't understand. Like most of them work through a dance right now. Mm-hmm. I can't see the laptop for playing music. Mm-hmm. But it's getting from the door of the dance mm-hmm. to the... Because clubs are dark. Yeah. And my eyes are dark. So I have to walk with a flashlight and, you know... People don't understand, like, they think I'm dying or something. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, when I was in Dream Weekend, I had a crew that actually does help me when I come off of the stage to the car. And, you know, but they don't understand. It's my eyesight. Them just things say, oh, Bobby Chin old. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. But it's not that. I have a problem with my eyes. Mm. And it is caused from diabetes. That's part of that's part of the issue there also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm grateful because I went to the doctor the other day and everything mm-hmm. is in perfect. My heart, my kidneys, it's just my eyes mm-hmm. and the whole Viagra situation too. <laughs> Bobby, if there's one thing, Bobby's gonna keep it real, probably even too real sometimes, you understand. So not to go how, off track, not to go off track, but you know, the other day we take a Viagra muscle. Uh, everything gets stiff except that. 
my hand them, my ears, man. I say, wait, what is this? What kind of full body Viagra this? Then that at that at that banker you against me now, muscle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, me go up on the stage now and say, yo, me a old man, me you are the Viagra king. Yo, muscle, banker come in and say, mm-hmm. Bobby Chin, nobody in a dream weekend one with your cocky can stand up. You see the chair when I sit down for him, I could have melt in it, my melt. The man say, as a matter of fact, if you cocky can't stand up, that means you are hit, pum pum. I go for set to the man, no. Most of my go for set to the man, no, no, no. No eating on the season, chop, chopstick. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. But that, that you the bad still, I like Yeah. Yeah. Because even a 2022 black Chinese, what does a 2022 black Chinese look like? Because you guys went through it. You guys seen some high highs. You guys been through all type of stuff. What's left for like a black Chinese now? Where's the next evolution of black Chinese going right now in like a 2022? Well, my goal, mm-hmm. and I will talk about this daily, um, Brandon, my goal is is to form a new team. Mm-hmm. And more only hope I live for see it. Mm-hmm. For say a younger, aspiring type of, you know, energetic black Chinese. Because, you know, for years, me and Dups will hire this one or hire that one. But you know how hard it is to find a wild chicken. Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to find a Chinese Jamaican MC. So we have to make adjustments. We, have, we, have, we do have to make an adjustment. Whereas we hire people not based off of them color or whatever. It does have to be some bad selector mm-hmm. that can carry the legacy that me and Dupes and Willie and Walchi and Brandon, everybody created. Mm-hmm. You understand? Um, I tell everybody this, you know, Muscle. When you look at a song like Black Chinese, when you look at Jugglers, or you look at a Renaissance, or King Turbo, you're looking at brands like Nike mm-hmm. and Adidas. So all you have to do is put out a new shoes for that brand to accelerate again. Mm-hmm. But if you don't put out the new shoes, you're going to end up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure all of us as sound men go through the same thing. Uh, Stone love go through them ups and downs now because it's hard for find people to replace a Billy Slaughter. Mm-hmm. You know? There's nobody that will ever replace Rory. I mean, Stone love have some bad selectors still. Mm-hmm. But them don't reach a level of them under yet. Isn't it? That's a level of influence that's few and far in between. You understand? As a selector to reach that Rory level, that influential where you influence a whole generation of selectors, that's far and few in between. Yo, mate, watch Chin that day. Chin from World Clash. Mm-hmm. And the man said something which is so true. 
The man said, Black China get a boss like the big boss, not the little boss, you know. You understand? <laughs> the man said, Everywhere we go, people would love to deny that in a muscle. People who never like Black China from day one would love to say, We never get a boss. How are you going to say that? That's impossible to even think because you got to remember, if you guys really got your break in 2000, 2001, and we're here in 2022, this is 21 years, 21 to 22 years after the fact of you guys putting out these CDs that were so crazy. And if you look online right now, today, when we're done this conversation, go online and look, people today are still asking for new Black Chinese mixtapes when is this sound coming back where is this uh, black chinese to this day yeah that's true i mean i get that every day and i think is that i think is that thing of me willie dopes and walchin maybe too everybody would just need to come together and do it one more time for the people mm -hmm. yeah that's what i'm saying it's like it wouldn't hurt for yeah. us to do 60 minutes of satisfaction to our old fans and to the new. Mm. It, it, if you notice, Willie, I do some crazy things right now. You listen, of course. Willie. Yeah. So just, just don't, 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 you might be surprised. Yeah. Crazy right there. The only input what I want is from dopes. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Talking about dopes, 2022, what's your relationship like with dopes right now? I don't really talk to him as much as I should have, but you know, it was like a family, same way, like a brother. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I can pick up my phone anytime I'm calling. As you know, I was going through the problems with this eye, mm -hmm. and him called me, you know? Me and Dup's relationship is, is my closer now mm -hmm. to Willie, but Willie do have the history of me and himself. Got you. I hear you. I understand 100% what you mean. Yeah. And I would never, ever, ever, but rather die muscle more than say anything bad about any one of my black China members. I rate that so much. You have no clue. You understand? Guys, mm -hmm. I pick up my phone right now while she not answer me. In my heart, I get vexed. Mm -hmm. But but no him will call me back. You know them way there? Mm -hmm. And him, 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 him always call me back. Yo, must you be surprised how close all the reason. Yeah. But I move to Belize and I see them every day. Mm -hmm. But if I do go to Miami, like I was in Miami last week and I said, oops, I'm there and I said, Bobby, come link up and go eat. And me and Dupes mother is like this. Proper. Isn't it? Me and Willie mother is like this. Mm -hmm. All of my meal goes to Willie house. Hmm. That's how we live. You understand? Mm -hmm. While she's still link with me. Good. If you notice, I can show you a picture with me, Walchi, Willie at my father's funeral. Hmm. Walchi just take it out in time for come to my father's funeral. You understand? My mother, my mother is like a mother to all of them mm -hmm. before she passed. There's not one time Willie Jean ever got Jamaica. Not one time. And I look for my mother and drop her money gear. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I'm big on that muscle. I'm big on the word loyalty. Willie's a loyal youth. Oh, no, 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 Willie, no. Mm. Great youth. Yeah. Willie never used to cost bad word and them to me. Isn't it? He just loves your music. Music is really life. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Bobby, amazing, crazy journey. This is the last one before we go. Yeah. You've had this amazing career from, okay, let's, we're going to talk about the Black Shiny from call it 2000 yeah. till right now, 2022, all right? When would you say has been the highest point in your career? And when has been the lowest point in your career thus far? I would say the highest point is, the highest point in my career is, is just going to Japan. Mm -hmm. um, I'm visiting a place called Sandai. Mm-hmm. Where they had a um, tsunami. Okay. Yeah. And just to see how the people reacted to us was, um, it's, um, it's many, it's more high points than low, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, when you have a, this amount of high points, you look at the low as minimal. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, I think the highest point is in my career. The highest point is meeting William Dupes. Now, mm. oh, Because when you meet that core people that make, made you make a living, Black China wasn't barbecuing alone. Mm -hmm. We all help each other to strive. You know, look at Walchi at Major Laser. It's because Black China. And that that is the highest point ever in my life other than my kids is mm -hmm. is dopes willy walchi the lowest point in my life in terms of black china era right mm -hmm. oh that's a the lowest point in my life in the black china era is all of the friends that I've lost mm. during that period of time. Mostly you wouldn't believe. I wonder sometimes and I pray to God, I wonder why me still alive mm -hmm. and so much people dead around me are mostly just in the past two years. So many people have died, dog, like my mother, hmm. all of my high school friends, them on know up on my street. So much people died. If it's not COVID, it's from natural natural um things. You understand? Mm -hmm. Um that, that I look at that as a low point. And musically, the lowest point in my life, musically, I have to think about it because there's been many. And I say, the lowest point in my life, musically, mm -hmm. um, is when I had to um, leave Florida. Because mm -hmm. I get blamed feet all the time that I left the sound today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
but we can't leave something for die what can't dead. It's like the other man them should have just carried it, you see me? And yeah, and I said that's the lowest point in my life. Mm-hmm. Musically. But I really have no low point musically. Mm-hmm. Other than the the fuel crash them where they where, 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 where them said we shouldn't take. Mm-hmm. If you notice, I've never lost a clash in Miami. My Miami is your place. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you guys clashed super sound out there one time too. One on one. Yeah. Or was it DJ Kareem? No, it was Super Sound. Mm-hmm. Super Twitch. It wasn't Super Sound at the time. Mm-hmm. And our next high point is the Clash in Bahamas. You heard about that one? Which one is out there? Jamaica versus Bahamas. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. This was you guys. I forgot the name of the Bahamas song that you guys were clashing. Uh, were you guys? Yeah. The end of butcher, like you know, yes. you know the people start booing before we even play one thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will still end up fighting it and fighting it and fighting it and win, hmm. you know, with the little Jamaicans that was there. Mm-hmm. Crazy, Bobby. This conversation has been nothing short of amazing. You know what I mean? Especially to see it through your eyes, the way how you felt, where you've yeah. been through things, you've seen what you've done. Bobby, I'm so happy that today I got to sit down with you and actually give you your flowers. You understand? And say, Bobby, are you not in a bus? Yeah. This is what you guys did, and we appreciate it from seeing it the way we seen it. Because when I met you, you were poisoner. There was black Chinese was in my mind. It wasn't even a thought no, by the true. next year. I look around. These guys are the hottest thing on planet earth boss. That was good to me. It's good to, to know that people really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, coming from, a, uh, coming from nothing, mm-hmm. you know, dupes know where me and him come from. You see me? Yeah. I really know to, and, and to see how we live in now is, is just amazing. Crazy. Just amazing. You know, I remember, remember like, me have a track for Rihanna new album will come out. Okay. Dopes have a track for it. Um, Willie are doing own little things right now to Like, everybody just, everybody's just doing what they need to do to survive. Mm-hmm. But if one of us fall, the next one is there to pick up the other one. Mm-hmm. Dopes tell me this years ago, you know, muscle. He said, Bobby, I might not reach out to you all the time, but I'll never see you suffer. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Dupes will never make me suffer. Come have too much secret for him. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. I, kn- I knew when this conversation was getting serious, I know there's going to be some point where Bobby's going to listen to me. I know Bobby Boss. Yep. You know what I mean? If they want to they wanna check you out, they want to book the song, they want to link you on social media or anything, leave some contact information before I let you go right here. All right. Um, I'm on Instagram, BobbyChin80. My Facebook is BobbyChin. Um. I have TikTok and them things, but I don't know how to do the dance. Mm. 
TikTok på en video and them things. I mean, I'm too old for them things, I'm also. Never. Um, if you want to contact me, my number is 240-422-0188. I still have a DC number. Hmm. That is loyalty. <laughs> to the bone. And my belly's number, you have to put the plus sign, 501-623-7110. Um, just reach out to me. Let me know, because um, I have something special for you, to, you know, Muscle. Mm-hmm. I have something for you, special, special, special. You're not going to believe. Talk now, to we'll, me. When we we'll come off the air, I'll show you. All right. Yeah, we'll come off of the, the air, I'll show you, because... To all true loyal black Chinese fans, I think they deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. I, I have it. Trust me, I have it. All right. I'm glad to hear that. Bobby, amazing conversation, boss. You know yeah. what I mean? Amazing I remember. Conversation. Check out my birthday bash in Belize if you have time to come. It's October 15th. Muscle will be there in the VIP doing his second interview. Yeah. You and young brother and them man there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, most of you know something? Mm-hmm. Only have one life to live and more you enjoy your life to the fullest. You see me, because my mother used to tell me this before she died. She said, the day, the day you're born, God know the day you're going to die. Hmm. So tomorrow I promise to none of you. You see me? I'm going to say, I say all of my select a friend them I get older and older and older. I just wish all them the best of health and prosperity. Tony Mara, does it tea, Pink Panther, every single one of them. You know, I come from out of era which will never be replaced. Hmm. You see me? You got the world in the canyon sound, the King Turbo. Seeing all of them. You know man, big up every single sound. Except for um come. Dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, Chola, Dynamic's good people. That's my people, so we're good to go. You know what I mean? Good one. Turret. You never know him named Turret. No. So, okay. so I guess I guess you're better friends than I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Let me give you an outro and get you out here because this conversation, boss, one for the Can books. Go. You understand? Yeah, my respect. All right. See? Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. Wow. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com. <laughs>